Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Examiner would be to, like, demystify it. Take it with a tasty group, okay? Wow. Definitely makes me cringe. Very, very, very painful. One, two, three, kick it. Kick it. Come on. God damn it. Put you one time pick it. What the f? You're disgusting. It's showtime. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7. You ignorant trick bastard. WMMS. Good afternoon, everybody. What's going on? Welcome, welcome, greetings, and all that. How you feeling? Good, good, good. We're doing a bar crawl on Friday. Hey. Hey. What's there to be sad about? Just got to get through a few more days, and then, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have something to celebrate. Why not? Other than just being alive. Other than just it being a great time to be alive. Trying out a new character, Optimistic Alan. Sounds really? weird. So far, I know, right? <laughs> Sounds very forced. The words are tripping over my tongue as they exit my mouth. <laughs> but hey, man, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, my name is Alan Cox. Welcome. Thank you for showing up. Say hello to Bill Squire right over there. Hey, everybody. There's Erica Lauren. Pageant wave, party people. Happy Monday. Pound cake's back there behind the glass. Afternoon, white people. Pound cake got so much meat over Pride Weekend. <laughs> it was impressive. He's like an Arby's at oh, this point. He, he has the meat. He was sending us all these photos of us. I said, enough already. I get it. Enough. You had a great Pride Weekend. I was shook. Shook it. was shooken. Shooken. He got shooken all night long. Right. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> He got shook on Friday night? Yeah. Sort of. Shook down for everything I have. They robbed me. I'm kidding. <clears throat> um, Bill and Poundcake, of course, hosted um, the Flat Out Pride on Friday night. I saw a lot popping up on Instagram. Looked like everybody had a fun time. Yeah. Flat Out Pride on Friday night was an absolute blast. And then Pride in the CLE on Saturday was amazing. I think they were thrilled with... But we did, and I was happy to be a part of it. I think Poundcake had an amazing time. I mean, yeah, yeah, you were Poundcake's ride or die, boy. He yeah. was all over Ronnie you. Ronnie and Clyde. He was loving you hanging around. 
it, it was really great. Bill was really great company, and I going into and he it, wasn't competition. <laughs> no competition, but I going into it, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't have really any expectations because I had never been to a pride before. Well, let you alone kind of know what to expect. N- no, but like each it does pr- have a singular vision. Each pride has its own pulse and like what they want to do and how they want it. <laughs> Some of them are like community driven. Don't say pulse when talking about gay stuff. I was gonna say good. We're only a week away, but good pun. He got it in there. That's all right. I understand. But you had fun. Oh, I had a great time. I, uh, thank you to everyone for the LGBT Center for uh, at the LGBT Center for helping me. I, or so, for... what happened that you didn't expect? So Friday night, he is all excited because he's he's gonna get some butt. He thinks oh, God. that's his whole like this whole weekend. He's so excited because he thinks he's just gonna hook up with all that's the what dudes. He, that's what he but said. Was on, just a plus. That's oh. what he said on Friday's show. Right. And so we were kind of trying to plan for. The potential, albeit inevitable, uh, letdown that he would be emo tweeting come one a.m. And so I didn't pay attention to see if that happened. But so what happened? I'll let him tell his part of the story. But we host a flat out pride. The drag queens doing their thing, incredible. Some of them are like straight up gymnasts, like straight yeah. like athletic, Backflips amazing while in high heels. Yeah, that's that's insane. So they do that. It's, you got it's a blast. to you got to up your game. Oh I mean, yeah, just and coming out dressed up. That's old. Yeah, and they were they were bringing it, and it was right. it was great. And then uh, we go back to our hotel for a little bit, and then we're gonna go with some of our friends over to West Twenty Fifth, and we see Pound Cake at the bar at Lago, and he's got a boy on each side of him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were, but I wasn't gonna interrupt. Right. I'm not I'm not a, a blocker the way he has he, been in the past. He has gay bookends. Yeah. I didn't even know if they were gay or straight or whatever, but they're both paying Pound Cake a lot of attention, which is what he likes. What he likes. So I just assume things are going the way he wants them to go. I say, have a great night. And then later, I get back to the hotel around 3 o'clock, text him. I'm like, hey, are you up? And I was like, nah, you're probably doing something. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I'll just like, I'll catch up with you in the morning. I was up, though. In the morning... He tells me this story. Well, all right. So when Bill saw me at Lago, we, I was waiting for my food, and I'm sitting there. And as I, what I was, did you order? Well, it was, was a meatball. It, it was in, I got an uh, order of the meatballs and an order of chicken fingers. I was gonna go back up to my room and indulge. <laughs> I like to derail him with even, completely useless details. No, but it was it was. And he gets I, I a even, gift card to Lago and he uses it for chicken fingers. I didn't even know they had chicken fingers me at Lago. Either. It was the late night menu. I was but gonna whatever. say it's a limited menu after midnight. Yeah. So then we go. I'm waiting for my food before I go up to the hotel. And as I'm waiting for my food, one of my friends comes in that. He was. He knew that I was going to be hosting Flat Out Pride, and so he comes in and he brings his other friend, who's a huge fan of the show. And they're like, "Oh yeah, this is my friend Pound Cake." Blah blah blah. So they're to they're talking, and then I'm just trying to get my food. He introduces you as my friend Pound Cake. Yes. Hmm. At any rate, someone you I, just met. No, 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 no. I I know the one guy. Okay, the other okay, guy okay, is his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy was a fan of the show, so he introduced him as Pound Cake because gotcha. He's introducing him as, but the, not my friend the character Cody? on the show. Well, because he's he introducing, he pound, yeah. yeah, he knows him as Pound Cake. Yeah, but if you're introducing a friend, you'd introduce them by their name, not... Yeah, but the the friend is, already knows who Pound Cake is and knows him as Pound Cake because he's a huge fan. All right. Continue. At any rate, I just want to get my food, go up to my room, man, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to be on the prowl because, you know, I, I was 
talking to guys around in the area, and all of them seemed to be going to Twist. So I was like, man, you know what? This, I got a hotel in the flats. Like, I want to stay in the flats, and I want a, a lover or two to come up and, and join me. <laughs> a lover or two. Or two. Oh, I thought he said or a two <laughs> on his scale. <laughs> no. I want a lover or a straight two. No. Whatever. <laughs> lover or two to uh, come up and join me in the festivities. To well, eat chicken wings with you? Well, that was after Chicken tenders, Alan. Chicken, Get it right. Chi- well, he's the tender part. <laughs> I was going to put that in, in the refrigerator while I do the do, but it didn't end up happening that way, so I just wanted to go up and eat my food. Alright, get out, I got chicken wings to eat. <laughs> so they were like, hey, let's go to, you know, the flats, and these two guys are straight, I say that with quotations. They were like, we're gonna go to You the don't f- need quotations, they're either straight or they're not. Okay, well they're straight. They, no, they weren't. They went to If you need quotations, that means they're not. I was like, cool, I'm gonna go upstairs and poop in my own hotel room and eat my food because all the guys went to twist. So I'm in there eating and I was in my own hotel room. Oh, so I was like, oh, oh, why not be naked? So I was just eating my food naked, watching the jug show. Then I get a ring on my phone. It's the guy from earlier. And he's like, hey, man. He was like, hey, what's going on in your room? They. What guy from earlier? <laughs> His my, friend. My friend from yeah. earlier. He's right. like, what's going on in your room? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm still in the area. Did and you I say, turn I'm just naked eating chicken wings? I did say that. <laughs> like you do. I did say that. Good. And uh, he, I was like, there's no after party going on here, so I don't know what you were planning on coming up for. He's like, no, no, it's okay. Stay as you are. I'm just going to come up and see you for a little bit. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I got to, you know. Gee, was it the <laughs> naked part or the chicken wings exactly, part that's that I got him so interested I, in I coming the, up? My room still smells like chicken wings and meatballs, so I put that in the refrigerator. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And now it smells like your balls, too. (laughs) I got to freshen up, and I'm like laying under the covers, and I just hear a... You're laying under the covers? Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to look too ready. He's trying to look seductive. (laughs) And I was watching a judge show, so I'm like, hello. And I... (laughs) He's like, hey, it's me. So I come to the door in the buff. what? Nothing. I told him I was naked. Why were you this guy's playing off the whole time, like, ah, nah, it's cool. I'm I'm comfortable with who I am. He's trying to get a girl... To go back to the room, he says. In my room. If I get a girl back here, you can watch. Like that's how. Wait, what? Yeah, you're leaving out. I'm there, lost. There's Sorry. a lot of weirdness to this entire story. All and, I know is you went to the room naked. You opened the door and what? He came in and we, and like I was laying. I came back down. And I was laying on my bed, and uh, he under the covers or over the covers. I, I was over the covers at this point. <laughs> well, he just. <laughs> Laying there naked. I'm laying there naked, and he's like, "Not all the meatballs were put away." <laughs> now, mind you, I told you there was no after party going on here. I was like, I was just literally in my room by myself. Yeah, we got it. We got that. And yeah. he's messaging girls on his phone, like trying to bring them over, saying that I could watch if he brings, if can he bring them back, and that he'll let me watch or whatever. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus so, whatever like that what an attractive line for these girls hey want to uh, let a naked guy watch <laughs> right, us have sex right right i'm in a room that smells like chicken tenders and meatballs there's a naked guy who wants to watch us have sex he's gay though so it's fine <laughs> line up ladies so then at this point i guess they're not you know biting what he's throwing out there so shocker He's like laying there, cuddled up next to me, and then I'm like, okay, well, something might happen here. So I just kind of like turn my body to he like face. He cuddled up next to you. Yeah. He's cuddling like this guy's wearing full clothes. 
pound cake's naked, naked. and then na- pound cake tries the like the like uh, you're, you're the little spoon in this situation. I'm the little spoon. So I try and so to, like, he back, tries back, to like back, back it up. up into him, and the guy's like, "Hey, what what, he, what are you doing like, here?" He's like, "What's going on?" I'm like. What do you mean? What's going on? Yeah, what's... why would he be in there in the first place? He, he was like, "You're my bro." He was like, "I could never imagine doing anything with you, bro." I'm like, "You shouldn't be imagining doing anything with any bro, bro." And then it just kind of like got awkward, and then I just kind of like laid there. Why did he naked. come up at all if and, you were naked? Well, and then, then also cuddle you. Okay, and then five minutes. So this guy was hammered and basically looking for an orifice. He was looking for then, a room, and so then he he sobered up. Enough to go. I I can't. Yeah, do this. and then five minutes later, I hear I'm like the <laughs> this loudest is, this is my snoring I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm like, so I'm laying there, him next to me, him snoring like a, a train coming through downtown. Just in my sawing ear. logs the whole night, and I'm just up the entire so time. Loud. And I'm soft. I don't have anything like nothing to do. I'm bored. I was like, this is what I get. This is my one Pride weekend. I wanted to spend it. If I couldn't spend it with a boy that I, you know, could do stuff with, I'm sitting in my room. Didn't even get to finish my chicken fingers, and somebody's laying next to me. You're naked with snoring. a snoring guy, straight guy, uneaten chicken fingers. Didn't get off or anything. So what happens in the morning when he wakes up next to a naked gay guy? At- Went on as normal. He was like, hey, sorry for last night. You want to get Barrio? <laughs> Wait, you didn't wake him up and kick him out? He tried to like four times. He was so drunk, he didn't realize what was going on. He didn't realize he was snoring, so he thought he was I was messing with him or and something. And not one girl texted him back and not, said, yeah, that sounds great. Not one. Right. And So that's how he was shook. He was sh- like rattled by this guy's loud-ass snoring. <laughs> yeah. And then like we wake up. You didn't him. go sleep in the tub or anything? <laughs> no. we. Uh, I tried to kick him out, but... Th- we just went and got tacos in the morning. I was just like, yeah. And he dropped me off at Pride, and then that was it. Wow, look at that. <laughs> you got tacos together in the morning. Yeah, what a night you had. Yeah. What is it? So this is a listener-turned-friend, or? No, I don't think he listens to the show. He just knows me from college. Oh, okay. But his friend was a listener. So he was up there with his friend, and he heard that I was posting because, or that I was hosting because he saw me post up on Instagram. Ah, uh, I wonder uh-huh. how. I wonder what story he made up for his friends the next day about what he did the night before. Yeah, because you know he did not tell them that story. Well, I don't think he. No way like, he told I, them I, I that story. I went back to this girl's room at a loft and. Uh, she uh, smelled too much like chicken fingers, so I was like, no. Nah, I went back to this chick's it. room. She did not look like her Tinder profile. <laughs> I will say that. You got catfished. Absolutely different. For time there during the night, though, I think I did. I was like, you have to get out of here. Like, I thought he meant out of my bed, so he slept on the floor for a little bit, too. So. But he's still snoring. Ponderous, yes. Man. Ponderous. Ponderous. Ponderous, kid. Yeah, so when I there see Pound There are so cake, many degrees of. Gay curiosity. Because no, that, he used me for I'm a bit. Sorry, bottom line, sexuality I, is fluid, Erica. If I'm a straight guy, and some guy's like, "What are you doing?" and I text my friend, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm laying naked eating chicken tenders." <laughs> I'm gonna say, "Dude, put on some clothes. I'm about to come up to your room." Right. But Not that didn't enter, happen. Enter, then cuddle. And I don't even understand. But the guy was hammered too, so he. I guess. Yeah. He's But how hammered do you down. have to be? If no girls are hitting you back. You go, all right, here's a guy with a room I kind of know from college. 
That's what it was. Literally, probably right. just didn't want to drive home. Just wanted a soft bed. All right. Well, congratulations <laughs> slash condolences. <laughs> it was a great Pride weekend. weekend. Yeah. Minor setback. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. You want to join us today? Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven. You can send me a text if you like three five one nine two. Listening to the least imitated show in broadcast history. It's not good. The Alan Cox Show. It is mm, mm, bad. On one hundred point seven. WMMS. Those pride shirts from last year in New York were making the rounds again. The We Are an Ally shirts. Except that it looks like it says We Are Anally. Mm. So, if you've got one of those, sure, poor design. It might be a collector's item if you're into that kind of thing. So congratulations. 35192, uh, if you want to get a text in here, we will have tickets for you tomorrow during the show for your NBA Finals. Uh, Cavs are down two games to nothing at this point, but Game 3 will back, uh, be back here in Cleveland tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night rather. We'll have tickets for you to win tomorrow on the show. Uh, you will play Defend the Band, and uh, you will win a pair of tickets for Wednesday night uh, at the queue. Uh, Cavs lose one thirty-two to one thirteen last night. It wa- talk about being shook. That was a jarring game to watch. I don't mind telling you. Uh, it was a very strange game to watch, uh, especially with Carlos Santana tearing it up at the beginning with that white hot rendition of the national anthem. <laughs> he was so he added an extra verse. I was like, oh good, it's finally coming to an end. Nope, he put in an extra verse into the thing. Yeah, went on from there. Carlos Santana, of course, <laughs> a, a iconic rock and roll figure, no doubt. Bay Area native, great. Uh, but do the Jimi Hendrix version, man. Do the rare, you know. Why are you doing the the tiny note version? Huh? He's there with a guy diddling on the bass. Oh, come on, man. Let's get it going. So, uh, Warriors over the Cavaliers again last night. Uh, bigger hopes for Game 3. I don't know what to say. I feel I feel like we can we can come back from this. Well, we did last, still believe yeah. we did last season. And I feel and if you notice, the first half is always close in these in both of these games. The first half is super close. Something happens in the third quarter. I don't know what that is. Maybe a lack of stamina. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I think it still can be done. Well, they need to get more than two guys playing good simultaneously. That is true. Yeah. And last year, the Warriors did not have Kevin Durant. And that is a huge factor. It is a massive, massive factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Durant is incredibly good. That team is very, very good. And we haven't been playing our best basketball, especially, like Erica just said, in the second half. And they just got to... Or the first they, half, and, and, frankly. And I mean, not... we, can, we can split halves, but they weren't murdering it in the first yeah. half. Well, they kept it within no, three. No, but they, they kept I mean, it within three points. So right, pretty much the whole they were first right half. There, and the... The problem is the the shots just aren't falling. Like there are so many shots that are wide open that just aren't going in, and it's so frustrating. And offensive rebounds, like yeah. It, that yeah. it's, I feel like I say it every game they've played in the playoffs, but that's they definitely... are offensive. You're right. 
Very offensive. They're so They're rude with their so rebounds. So offensive. I do feel like that's very rude of them. Can you let us get one of the rebounds, you jerks? <laughs> also, I, know, I know you get very angry at the referees. I do get games. very angry at the referees. Oh, uh, the especially, officiating is piss poor. I, I, it just because of the lack of consistency from one foul call to the next. And it goes on both teams. Like There's plenty of times where it looked like the Cavs fouled Warriors players and they didn't call anything. And then like they kind of brush up against them like, oh, now that's a foul. I'm just like, what? What are you guys doing? Are you going to let them play like rough and tumble, or are you going to let them? Are you going to call ticky tack fouls because you're you're calling the entire game on both sides incredibly inconsistent? Yeah, I saw. Well, I was kind of clicking back and forth between some other things, but I uh, I did see uh, LeBron give a guy a piggyback ride. And the other guy didn't get called for something. So I'm like, wow, that's... Uh, yeah, that should have been right. a flagrant foul because that was not a basketball play. Yeah. And then you also have fouls can just change the momentum of a game. Because yes. if, if Kyrie Irving's driving to the hoop and getting fouled and then he gets to go shoot free throws, then he gets into a rhythm. He sees the ball going through, but they didn't call enough fouls as Kyrie was trying to get to the basket. Your there boy, were plenty of times that he was legitimately blocked, but there were as many times uh, that he went to the hoop that just were straight fouls, and they're just like, nah, we're not going to call him. Your boy R. Jeffs was pretty solid yesterday. Dude, I, I... know you like him. I love the way R. Jeffs plays. I love the way he's used on the team to fire up the other guys and, and to try to turn things around. It, it You know, it obviously fell short yesterday, but I do think he's... It's going to be a bummer to have him retire from the league. This is his last year, and uh, he he still is killing it at his age. And um, yeah, I think he's a good representative for our team. But yeah, it sucks that sometimes his boost of energy is not enough. Well, he was a good representative in that he was getting the ball into the hoop thing. Yeah. So that was good. Well, yeah, yeah he's I, just the guy that you he's Mr. Dependable. You throw him in and if 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 he's not making offensive plays, he's making great defensive strides to the team. And I feel like the Cavs Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it's got to do some sort of lineup change because right now you're getting a lot more from Richard Jefferson than you are J.R. Smith. And J.R. Yeah. Smith is, you know, he's, he's out there and he's doing what he can, but. I mean, you might even move Kevin Love to center and play LeBron at the four. Like, there's a lot of different things that they could do because Tristan Thompson's not playing at his highest level. Like, it's it's the, the entire team needs to get together and figure out what they got to do to stop the Warriors. And hopefully having a home game, having the crowd there, we'll be able to get back into the series. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, they did it last season. Yep. Why? I know that's what everybody's clinging to. Yeah. But it's it's not... Uh, but Kevin Durant is a huge difference maker. And, yeah. you know, I was trying to downplay no it as much that. as I could. But seeing him out there and seeing the, the way that they've been playing so far, uh, the guy is determined. No, we we added some some good players. We, we added yeah. the Williamses and Corver. Right. But they got another top three guy. Yeah, they got the second best player in the entire NBA. Yeah. To so, go with a team that was already stacked, so I do like seeing Clay Le- Thompson. It's, uh, it's fail. LeBron on the Heat. Yeah, pretty much. That's what yeah. it is. Pretty much, yeah. 
if the Heat added Kevin Durant. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. When LeBron went to the Heat, they had a stacked team, and now that's yeah. what the Warriors have. Mm-hmm. So everybody I mean, gave we Kevin Durant. We have a stacked team, but they've got, like they've got a like number two guy in the team on the team and a number one guy, uh, and. Well, I know all they the, were already a strong team last year. I know all the sportscasters have one hand down their pants with Ke- Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, the greatest duo ever. You know, polls on Twitter: who's better, Magic and you know whatever. To be honest with you, like all these like sportscasters like yanking it to the Warriors like winning and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and all that, they need to chill out because. They actually, because of the team that they have right now, how stacked they are, they should be beating us by more than they are. I really think. In those games where we're not hitting our shots like we should be and we're not playing defensively and getting those offensive rebounds like we should be, they should be murdering (laughs) us. So your take is they should be beating us by more. Yes, because our shots have not been falling. The last two games, they have not been falling. And the offensive rebounds is still a big problem for us in turnovers. So I feel like... At, when we're not at our peak, these guys should be absolutely destroying us, and they're not. So I, yeah, I think it says a lot your, for the Cavs. But if they're not at their peak, it takes less to destroy you. Yeah, They don't have to be at the top of their game. They could be at the middle of their game. My, they, my, don't ha- they don't have to expend maximum energy. No, my point is that even when we're not at our best, they're still not, they're still not absolutely destroying us. You know what I'm saying? We can hang. I, I, yeah, we, we, can, we can still win this series. Yeah. I, think, I honestly think we can come back even things up at home, and and make this a competitive series again. I agree. It's just a matter of playing at our pace and not theirs, which has been incredibly like fast pace, a lot of possessions, a lot of shots, and which leads to a lot of rebounds. Whereas if we slow it down and play the like the way we played that last game uh, of the finals last year, then that's that favors us. Mm-hmm. So, but right, you can't we'll ha- you, but you can't have LeBron sitting in the sideline complaining to a ref, and they're already running the ball back to the other hoop. I, I don't get that at all. Well, there was some play where he's like looking at the ref complaining, and everybody else is still playing the game. Yeah, and he needs it's to, like, dude, get over that. But he also, I mean, he's got a legitimate point in a lot of these plays where he's getting fouled but because he's so strong. And people talk about this all the time. It doesn't look like he's getting fouled, like that flagrant foul there, that foul that should have been a flagrant foul. The piggyback ride. Yeah, he he was he's just so strong that when a guy tries to like wrap him up. It doesn't look like uh, a, a big play, but it, it was. It, Still it so wasn't a basketball play. So flagrant. So hey, flagrant. Bill. Hey, Al. Hate the show. What's going on, Bill? Uh, not much. Uh, just a quick observation is that uh, we should have re-signed Delhi because uh, he had cool T-shirts and he could drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and he could drive. He was the guy who was Mr. Hustle diving on the floor, you know, driving – into and now into uh, you know get a layup or whatever, and now we live by the three, die by the three. Everyone's shooting that, and so that's kind of coming clear that our bench isn't quite good enough in the finals here. And a big thing, I don't think you guys touched on it. Uh, I guess late in the fourth quarter, Steph Curry was taking a nap on the sidelines. Uh, yeah, he's laying down, putting a towel yeah, over towel his face. face. Yeah, the, yeah, I retweeted a, a meme. It's a big fu. Now, <laughs> the, uh, the guys, like someone said, let. Uh, I know the refs got this game for us, so I'm just going to lay here and not even watch. Right, but I mean, if that doesn't fire up the Cavs, nothing. Well, that, you can't get much more disrespectful, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. On a yeah, where's all the respect in professional <laughs> sports yeah. anymore? Yeah, we are missing uh, a scrapper, though. I agree with you. Well, 
bring back deli because the deli sandwich was good. And yeah. T-shirts were good. Deli tray. The deli, deli tray, tray. right. Thank deli, you, Bill. The deli sandwich. <laughs> Either one. Hey. <laughs> Uh, deli sandwich, deli sandwich, deli deli. <laughs> I am really missing, like, I'm missing, like, a deli or a Verigel, like, somebody that you know is going to go out there and rough some people up. Well, that's supposed to be all those guys. Or when we had Perkins. Who? Yeah. Come for the food, stay for the pie? That no, guy? no Kendrick that. Perkins. Yeah. Who? Kendrick Perkins. I was doing my impression of Cleveland. Um, hey, Pete. They know who he is. <laughs> They're aware. Pete. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? Your thoughts on Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm all about hotcakes, dude. There you go. I feel you. <laughs> hey, I don't. I I know See? LeBron was pissed. You know what I mean? I mean, they weren't shooting at all. Very good. They weren't even hitting foul shots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those guys are so fast. You know, uh, the Warriors on their offense, and they're tall guys. It looked like the defense didn't know where the heck to go on this. Well, up because they're all tall, and they're. <laughs> And they and there you go. They're all tall, and they're all taking three pointers from. Look at Curry, man. He was like, what, being like almost half court, and he dunked it. He swished it. Curry, or John Curry, former Secretary, Secretary of State. Yeah, so I was watching him on yeah, Meet the Press. Yeah, oh, Secretary of State. Did right. You? I. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Pete. I appreciate the uh, thoughts. We'll see what happens. I mean. But we will have tickets for you for Game 3 tomorrow afternoon on the show. In the 5 o'clock hour, you will play Defend the Band. We will have some old-school MMS music for you, and you will have to um, tell us who it is. It's very simple, because we just want to put you at the game. So no big, complex hoops to jump through, if you'll pardon the pun. And then uh, Wednesday, going to be Game 3 back here at uh, the queue. And then Game 4 Friday, when we are going to be doing our first Alan Cox Show bar crawl of the summer. So... Uh, some drinking will be in order, whether or not they're winning or losing on Friday. Um, we'll go back to the East Bank of the Flats. You can go to allencockshow.com, find all the information as to where we'll be. We'll hit four spots in four hours. We would love for you to join us. And also at allencockshow.com, because it's a sad Monday, because the Cavs lost, there's a whole bunch of Instagram hotties to make you feel better. Oh, beautiful. It's nice of you. Yeah, I do my part. Well, Bill's always thinking of others. Mm-hmm. That's the important thing. He's a giver. Yes, and he's given us a Monday of Instagram hotties. Oh, Foxy. Also, Pornstar gives parents the talk that is up there, too. Uh, a woman named Monique Alexander, who I've never heard of, but I sure, I'm sure she's quite popular. Uh, she's like, hey, I'm a porn star, and if you're a parent, you should tell your kids about sex before I do. Because that's not how they should learn. So again... She's a giver, too. She's trying to get people to do the right thing. The One Love Manchester concert raised $3 million in three hours last night. Well, three million pounds. I uh, don't know what that comes out to in dollars. but like they've four na- million. Maybe. They've, it's like nine million. Well, no, they've raised a total of nine million pounds um, over the course of, since the show or whatever. Um. And then this was shortly after the London attacks where somebody rammed a van into some people and then ran around starting stabbing people. And everybody's seen the coverage on that by now so far, uh, that uh, dudes were running into restaurants and stabbing people and 
There was the guy that was running away with a pint in his hand because you never leave a pint behind. <laughs> you never want to do that. Shoot, if I'm running away from a terrorist attack, you best believe I'm taking my beer with me. That's right. You never want to leave your drink behind. They've named a number of suspects. Uh, and then, of course, the tweet war between our president and uh, the mayor of London uh, began, Sadiq Khan, who is, of course, the first Muslim mayor of London. Uh, but I don't know that they've identified the man with beer in hand yet. He was turned into a meme when somebody tweeted out the photo of people running uh, from one of those restaurants, but the guy was... Uh, I've only seen still photos. If I were to see a video, I'd know whether or not this guy, on top of not forgetting it, was spilling one single drop. No, he was kind of walking. I bet that he was not. He was, he was hey, you know, walking at a quicker pace. But Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He was not spilling a drop. Right. He was very careful. Well, it's very expensive in London. So whatever you pay for, you want to make sure you're consuming every last bit. <laughs> well, and there's that other guy that did the interview where he went back to the bar the next day and paid his tab, left the tip, and did you see that guy? I saw the John Oliver clip. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, if they... Uh, I'll find it, but uh, he's like, if this is what they, this is what they think they're going to keep us from doing, then they're insane because we're going to go back and do more of it, and we want to meet uh, hot chicks and nice guys. And let me find this guy. Mm-hmm. This was his incredible response. We're not going to let these people win. And I keep saying, if me having a gin and tonic with my friends, flirting with handsome men, hanging out with brilliant women, is what offends these people so much, I'm going to do it more, not less. Because that's what makes London so great. I'm going to do it more, not less. That's right. Do it more, not less. Less is more, though. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> All right. I was hard, stay for humble. Erica's reminder blocks. I was waiting, right. Be waiting brave. for you to get it. <laughs> There was a bomb scare at a soccer rally, or they were watching a game. You know, like we have Cavs watch parties. There was a soccer watch party in Italy, and there was a bomb scare. And you just saw this 1,500 people got hurt because it's a massive stampede. That is scary, man, when you see a giant crowd just go nuts in one way. Because people get immediately trampled and woof. That's That's when you see true human nature is when people start trampling each other in a stampede. What what sparked the bomb scare? Don't know. There were people watching the Champions League final in Turin, Italy, and 1,500 people were injured. I don't think anybody died, but if you've ever talked to someone or maybe yourself been in a huge crowd of people, like if you're up front at a concert and something happens... There are few more terrifying feelings than if you're in a giant crowd of people and it all starts to move in one direction. That looks like a nightmare. I'm watching the video right now because I actually didn't see the footage of it. I would never be standing there amongst that many people, just like with no barriers or anything like that. Like, screw that. That's how the Cavs parade was. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, would. That's not for me. No, I wasn't there. She wasn't there. Not for me. But you had the She work. didn't like getting into elevators because she's worried that they're going to fall or something. 
She's not going to be in some giant crowd. Yeah, I don't really. I think that's Tice what I'm realizing. Safe. I don't do crowds. I don't like big crowds. Of My people. wife doesn't either. She does not like big crowds. I don't. I don't want to be stuffed in like a sardine. Like, nah, not for me. But yeah, that, that looks terrifying. I would. I'd be freaking out. Yeah. Right. And in the best case scenario, no one attacks, and you just have to stand there and watch soccer <laughs> the whole time. So <laughs> that's right. God, I wish there was an attack or something. Maybe that's what happened. Is somebody called in a bomb scare? They were like, uh, hello. Or Italian. Hey, there's a bomb on the end. I'm aboard here in the soccer game. That was Wario who called in the uh, bomb scare. All right. Uh, I'll have uh, Jim Gaffigan tickets for you later on. If you go to WMMS.com, by the way, just FYI, we're giving away uh, some Gaffigan tickets for your best dad jokes, um, as that is his um, part and parcel. You can go to WMMS.com, hit the concert tab for info on that, but I'll have a pair for you around 420. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven to join us or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven three five one nine two. Want to get me a text? Uh, Indians avoid the sweep, shut out the Royals yesterday. A final game of three there for the weekend series, eight to nothing. They're off tonight and then tomorrow they will be in Colorado to play the Rockies in Denver. Uh, that is an eight forty first pitch. So your pregame here on WMMS will get going about a half an hour before that. Uh, tomorrow afternoon on the show, we will have tickets for you for NBA Finals Game 3. Cavs back here at home on Wednesday night. Uh, you'll have a shot to grab those tickets tomorrow afternoon. And then Games 3 and 4 uh, back here at home on Wednesday and Friday, respectively. Good luck. Uh, hey, Rick. Hey. How you doing, Mr. Alan Cox? What's going on, Rick? Sound like you were stroking out on us there for a second. Uh, no. God, we're doing what? Well, it sounded like you were stroking out on us for a second. Stroking? Stroking to the left and stroking. You remember Rick, right? Yeah, yeah you talking about, uh, that's, uh, about, uh, I can't call his name out. Uh, <laughs> anyway. But you know, no, I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish I was. Yeah. You wish you were stroking? Yes. Well, all right. Now we're getting into weirdo territory with Rick. Right. How you doing, Mr. Bill? Doing great, Rick. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, I get it. Thank How you. How you doing, Miss Erica, with your beautiful self? Hi, Rick. All right. Um, yeah, the Cavs, the first game, two many turnovers, 20 turnovers, and we weren't controlling the boys, offense, defense, but we just, and the bench wasn't working. Second game, same thing, but we went through that last year. So don't give up on the Cavaliers, people. I will not give up on the Cavaliers if you do not give up on the Cavaliers, Rick. Okay? I'm not. We're giving away tickets to the Cavaliers tomorrow, so we're not gonna we're not gonna give up on them. Matt, Who's your favorite exactly, Cavalier, Rick? Exactly, Mister Allen. Oh. <laughs> hey, I got sticky move, but this I love so. And I love you all, and that's what I like. That's okay. I like. This isn't that's a goodbye like. letter, is it, Rick? It sounds like you're saying goodbye for good for to everyone. No. All right. I will never 
Don't give up on you. This is the best show going on. <laughs> He's never going to give us up. He's never going to let this us down. This is the best show going on. Thank you, Rick. Best to you, and uh, and good luck, Cabs. That's what I like. Right. Okay. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> All right. Go, Cabs. Let me ask you something. What time of the day do you like to make love? Ugh. Have you ever made love just before breakfast? <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Have you ever made love while you watch the Late Late Show? I make love and then waffles. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever made love on a couch? Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah, the F- I, wonder how, you I wonder how long it took this guy to write this song. His one hit. I remember one time I made love on the backseat of a car. All right. Thank you, Clarence Carter. I just picture Rick singing that song. You know what I just saw? Uh, remember we were talking about Cash Cab coming back without Ben Bailey? He's coming back? He is coming back. Yes, that makes it so much better. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. So I love crib. that guy. Yeah. I, I love that show. Love that dude. Hilarious. He's a very funny comedian, too. I know a lot of people just know him from that show, but his stand-up is very good. He's got some specials on Netflix that are really good. Yeah. Ben Bailey will return to host Cash Cab. Um, they had announced that they were going to bring, because everything old is new again, that um, the return to the Discovery Channel will be back uh, later this year. He did 200 episodes when they launched the thing a decade ago. I love Cash Cab. And I'm also, they've been playing a lot of those promos for the new Gong Show with Mike Myers as that character. Tommy Maitland? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of intrigued. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, but I think that that bit is already blown because everybody knows it's him. So now he's got to do every episode in the makeup and do the voice. And it's, I guess I don't, other than being kind of a meta thing, I guess, but I don't understand the payoff for him other than them going to him and him going, I'll only do it if I can do it as a character. And they go, all right. <laughs> I think he's talented enough that he's going to make it really fun. And he's going to be in that character, and he's he's a guy that when he commits to a character, he's all in. So I just he's going to be great. I can't I can't figure out how many more goddamn judge shows we're going to have. The Gong Show and J Lo's got some dance competition now, and the yeah, American the Idol's dance. coming back. Every and those are like the network shows. You get on your side piece cable channels, and they've all got some judge show that's tailored to their format. You know, Animal Planet's got Whose Dog Can Dance? Yeah, and the Food Network, all those shows, the Top Chef and the, you know, Cupcake Wars. and. But at least the cooking shows are somewhat um, enjoyable because you go, oh, I might be able to replicate that. That's something maybe I could do. I bet if I went to the website, there'd be a recipe. I'm not going to get up and juggle uh, bowling pins on fire. You're not. I'm not. Not to the. <laughs> but as there's far some as you kid. Know. <laughs> there's some kid watching that is. He's going to be inspired by all these shows. Yeah, but ju- all these judge shows. Yeah, yeah they're the easiest shows lot. to make. No, I get it. I know. I know why they make them. I just can't believe that there's an audience. <clears throat> cumulatively, that people go, "Oh yeah, oh watch that." I like the newly the, the love connection with Andy Cohen, like. I kind of get that, because you just put a couple of, you know, they're like, oh, let's do Tinder on television. You know, Jamie Foxx has got Beat Shazam, which is named that tune, Hmm. but it's Shazam. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know what show should come back that I don't think will because of like the society we live in now? Red Shoe Diaries. No, MTV Cribs. But they're bringing ba- they're bringing back no, the Beach House. Not a judge. It's not a judge show. But I feel like now with the strain of robberies that has been going on lately, like with Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton and all that stuff, celebrities don't want us to like look at all their oh look at this number this necklace or this this bracelet that only I have in the world that's under lock and key that someone's just going to come in and steal once But that stuff's already all over Instagram like making a television show about somebody's house They don't know the way around your house like they don't know what room is which We have more access now than we ever have so like that show back then was like a way to like Get behind the scenes with a celebrity, like where they live. But now, like that's like they Alan said, that it's on their Instagram min- yeah. or Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, I got a sink in the back seat of my rolls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Whatever. It is fun to go watch old Cribs episodes where they're like, "Check out my new plasma." Yeah. You're like, yeah, man, <laughs> killing it with the plasma. I got a four car garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're bringing back Beach House for MTV and what's Beach uh, House? It was early aughts, right? Like 2003, four. They had MTV Beach House. Wasn't it like people dancing? Wasn't that, yeah, music? like the grind. Eric Nice would be running around. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, they're bringing it back. I'm sure they'll dig uh, Snooki out of cobwebs and throw her up there. And... Sure. So it's just like uh, Jersey Shore, just before Jersey Shore. But it's not even like a show. It was Carson just... Daly. Was he just go, hey, man, MTV Here... Beach House. It would just be music over and people, then people dancing. dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> You never it was, saw MTV it was, Beach House? No. Originally it was The Grind, and then they moved it to the Beach House in the summertime. So that was like their, their summer version of The Grind. And the Grind was just music and people dancing. All right. It's going back to the Jersey Shore, they said. I miss the MTV Spring Break series like it used to be. Like they used to like Jerry Springer would be out there, and he, they'd wrap people in, in bur- giant burritos with like condiments, and they'd have to roll around and then... Uh, they'd show people like clubbing and and like dance parties, and then yeah. they'd also do like competitions. Because I remember, like, I don't know if they were doing like a, a singing performance or like a dancing performance, but like Kid Rock was one of the judges, and <laughs> he was pretty hilarious in that. And so yeah, that's like when I like I didn't even like his music, but I thought he was just funny and like. In that setting, they had to like there'd be a couple and they'd have to exchange swimsuits in under thirty yes. seconds. Okay. Great, Just it's dumb all blurred spring out, break but, yeah, yeah. games, but it was exciting because especially when you're in high school and like or middle school and you're watching that stuff, you're like, oh man, that's what it's gonna be like when I go to spring break. Right. Yeah. It's so fun. And at least those are kind of fun mm-hmm. because people are drunk. I'm way off. MTV Beach House started in '93. And they were trying to they were trying to rival BET Live, so they targeted it to black audiences. Which I guess means a lot of fat asses on there. Bill Bellamy was the host mm. back in '93. I was Bill a year Bellamy. old. But the, but but Carson Daly did something. Maybe it was the well. Summer. They just did TL, he TRL. Did, TRL yeah. did they? Yeah, but I thought he did something else. Anyway, but they would do it on the beach in the summertime. Yeah. Supposedly there is going to be a Cribs revival. I think they started it like on Snapchat. They 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 had like a channel for it, but it wasn't. It would never be what it was before, because I used to love watching, like, Mariah Carey. She had, like, a four-level penthouse in New York City, and you could see every her room of episode her. is the iconic. cringiest episode it's of iconic. that show. Well, the, uh, the show should have been so... called Money Can't Buy Taste, because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was. 
Beach House will not be Bill Bellamy or Carson Daly, obviously. It'll be uh, some dude from Teen Wolf, uh, some chick from Girl Code, who I think is also on the radio. Who's the dude from Teen Wolf? Not Tyler Posey. Cody Christian. Oh. Oh. And Wild and Out's Chico Bean. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Chico Bean. Oh. Cody Christian. Love it. He's the one that his nudes leaked that I showed you, Erica. Oh, Oh, boy. Fantastic. Um, Cribs is also coming back on Snapchat. See, because they don't have to put it on TV because it's already already there. Yeah, but you see, they're like, hey, you're clips. already putting this on. Let's monetize this. The first episode, uh, which premiered this past Saturday, was the home of DJ Steve Aoki. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, want to see my underwater turntables? <laughs> He's Anywho. got a trampoline room. Huh? Steve Aoki. He's got a trampoline, a trampoline room. room. Yeah. Hey, man, some people get their best ideas on the toilet or in the shower. I get my best ideas on my trampoline room, all right? I had a toilet incident today. Yeah. You, what, pardon me? I had a toilet incident you had a to- today. What is a toilet incident? I straight up flooded the toilet, and I can't blame toilet paper or anything because I use a bidet. Wait, this is after you used it? Yeah. You stopped it I up just, and flushed it? I had a... Wasn't an issue with the plumbing. It was just a... Big giant poop. Wow! It yeah. clogged the toilet. And what did you? Is that when you find out you don't own a plunger? Yep. <laughs> That's uh, when everyone finds out that they don't have or don't know where their plunger is. It overflowed for a little bit, and then just the, I, I guess the sheer, sheer weight of the water that was in there, like then it just went down and like it, it flushed, but it not before it got poop water all over the place. Ew. So you had to mop up poop water. Uh, yep. Oh man, I, I have I never have the best had day. something like that happen to me. It smells like the devil pinched off a load. Here. You had to mop up poop water. I sure did. And I bet you don't have a mop, so you're probably down there on your hands and well, knees with paper towel. I, I, the quicker picker. I just upper. used towels and got everything up, and then I went over it with uh, some, you know, like Clorox, so it's not uh, gross. <laughs> Gotta bleach wow. it out. All yeah. right. All right. <laughs> was it pieces of timber, or was it all chopped up? It was uh, it was <laughs> timber. Yeah, it was big, big giant logs <laughs> <laughs> floating down the river out the door yeah. of your uh, bathroom. He's like, "Oh, go get that one." It was like the final oh. scene of Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, at least you got it figured out, right? Yeah, got taken care of. You but, Febreze I mean, still, the bathroom and everything. Yeah, I got to It it forced me to clean my bathroom really well. Sure. Not that my bathroom was all that I gross, but you know, never have a bathroom that's too clean. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that you were able to um, fight another day. I'm glad that our national nightmare is over. Yeah, just big fibrous logs clogging uh. up the toilet. <laughs> oh, fibrous. That's great. Well, at least you're healthy. Yeah. At least you're getting your uh, yeah. green and leafies. Whatever. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going? Oh, Hello. just talking fibrous turds. <laughs> you know, <laughs> regular Monday. Casual Monday. Cash. They'll be at the Agora this weekend. Yep. You guys, you guys were just talking about kind of old school MTV cribs, and I remember for me the creepiest episode it was the Tommy Lee one because I think at one point they walked around and they were showing a pool, and then not too long after that, some kid actually drowned in that pool, and uh, not not fun. Like if you ever watch the reruns, you're like, I don't think they put that Tommy Lee one on. Uh, is part of their rerun cycle. Yeah, like his big thing was he had a Starbucks in his house. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other the other thing about that show is when anybody would refer to their, you'd hear them refer to their lap pool, and they'd say, "Oh, it's a seventy five foot lap pool." Well, any anybody that swims laps would refer to that as a twenty five yard pool. So that's 
that's how you know they don't swim laps. Well, not only that, but I always got the vibe that these people barely lived in their house. You know, I mean, like, oh, hey, this is something that they just told me they put in. Like, they were finding out what was in the house with the MTV camera crew. Especially when they open the fridge and there's nothing in it. Yeah, it's just all Fiji water and kale. You're like, right, you're Tommy Lee. Stop it. And then running a commercial. Heroin's in the freezer, yeah. Exactly, and there were a lot of them that they weren't living in those houses, or they were renting cars and putting them in there just to to look cool in the cribs. Sure. That's why, was it Redman that had the best episode ever? In his just like dirty Staten Island apartment. Oh yeah, it was all gross. Oh, and, yeah, it was the best one ever. He just he's like, here's where I live. Yeah, this is a crappy little sure. apartment I live in. I loved the very end of every Cribs episode because they're like rude to the camera guys, but like as a joke, mm. they're like, you you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Get out. Bye now. <laughs> anyway, get the hell out. That's of here. my crib. Later. Yeah. yeah, girls dragging him back into the house. Hey Rob. Hey. What's up? Hey, what's up, pal? So. Yeah, you guys just, uh, I was thinking it was the Ying Yang twins, but it was Redman with the uh, dirty old apartment. Remember, the screen door was all busted in and yep. yeah. trash laying all over the place. I thought that was so funny. Well, there was the never aired episode, Old Dirty Bastards, <laughs> Old Dirty Apartment. Ah, <laughs> uh, stupid. Steve-O's old apartment was not good either. He had like a half pipe in there. He was like, yeah, I'm probably going to get evicted. He was like, my landlord doesn't like uh, skateboarding. And it, it just looked like someone had been. Sure. Cracked out. In he that was saving apartment. up all his yeah. money for his veneers. Right. Thank you, I could Rob. Probably go and, I could probably go and buy that uh, red man's house now. You look mm-hmm. into it. I think it's probably on Zillow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. There you go. You too. Hey, Dick. Hello. Hi, Dick. Don't go buy that red man's house, maybe. That'd be, right. that'd be a good idea. Uh, uh, Dick, uh, you prefer whom? Red man or method man? Which one is the better of the two? Red man. You prefer uh, red, man red man over method man? Yeah. Oh, man. I would have uh, pegged you as a as a meth uh, guy from the jump, meth Dick. Guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How about them calves? How about those cavaliers, Dick? Uh... Alan, Erica, and Bill. Mm. Um, I'm a little worried. Mm, no, you? don't say I, that. I don't think. I don't think they. They got to win it tomorrow night. But I'm. I'm just so. I'm just so disappointed. But miracles will happen. I think. Well, we're not at miracle stage yet. I mean, they can still. Yeah, man, we're, we're, it looks so. Oh, it just was. Well, they've oh, had, they've had a difficult time. That's for sure. They 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 have. I just, but you don't know. It's not over till the fat lady sings, the, right? But that's uh, gravitationally challenged. I believe is the uh, preferred nomenclature. But sure. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, since you are a red man over method man fan, Dick, do you have a copy of How High on DVD? No, I don't. Oh, you don't. No, don't. it's got it on Blu-ray. Then you can't really you call. Have to buy it. Yeah, you're gonna have to buy. They probably got. Uh, if you're at the Lowe's, I'm sure there's probably a Walmart well, nearby. A Best Buy, they might have it over there. In right the, in the VD, whatever. Right. You know. So you prefer Funk Doctor Spock to Method Man? Oh yeah. You're more of a oh, Superman yeah. love guy. Always like Doctor Spock. Yeah, he's always like Doctor Spock. Funk Doctor yeah. Spock. Huh? <laughs> you know the one in Star Trek. <gasps> That's right. <clears throat> right. Well, have a good day, guys. Everybody have dick tonight. Thank you, Dick. Oh, oh. 
Hard time getting a rhythm with uh, people today, I'm afraid. Uh, Dick's uh, into Red Man. Again, I would have uh, pegged him as a Method Man fan. Uh, that's unfortunate. I should have given him a copy of How High on DVD. I would have taken it from my own personal collection. But I don't have it in my own personal collection. How about making the video or biorhythm, somebody asked. I don't know what those are. I remember making the video. That's kind of like the behind the scenes to all the different videos. And then they would premiere the video at the end. Yeah. I remember that. That was that was a cool show. I like that show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't really have anything to add other than yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's how you could tell like who was like a diva on set, you know? Oh yeah. Who was a pain in the ass. And how like some of the videos used to be pretty cool and like at least back then we thought it was really cool. You know, because the new things they'd be able to do with green screens or whatever. And we and you got to see how they made it. I don't know, it was kinda cool. That's all I have to Weren't we talking about doing cribs years ago for us? Weren't we going to do like Alan Cox Show cribs or something? Uh, I feel like we played around with that, but it seemed really like <laughs> like high effort, low payoff or something. We were going to film our houses? Yeah, um, we were going to do... I still can. I mean, Erica is the one... I mean, her Instagram is basically cribs all the time. Yeah, exactly. you want to see what my house looks like, go to my Instagram. Yeah. And you don't worry about that? You don't worry about constantly putting photos of your house on social media? Uh, I don't take pictures of the outside of my house. And my the inside of my house looks so drastically different from when we purchased it that I don't think even if somebody found like the listing to our house would even know what house it is. Or like would even put two and two together. Well, it's public record. Yeah, what I'm saying is we've done so much work to the house. Yeah, but they could find the address. And they know that you got all that They know stuff. where you live. No, my I mean, point is this, is that if I have a photo of like a room on my Instagram, I doubt that they would make the connection to the listing that's public because the house looks so drastically different from when it was listed publicly. Does that make sense? No, because if they found your name, they could find the home you purchased, which is a matter of public oh, record. Our, our house is not, is, is not, we haven't taken off that. We ha they're all public record. You, uh, what did you do to have it taken off public record? Uh... <laughs> You didn't we do didn't, that. We didn't do anything. We just reached out to the web, other than reach out to the websites and ask that it be pulled. No, public record. You could go to like the Hall of Records, yeah, and the listing would be there. Your name, your address, purchaser of the home, right. address, purchase price. Sure. That's all public record. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, But I'm, they could do that with anybody's house, whether I have a picture of my house up or not. Precisely my point. I was just worried. But you're a high-profile individual. I was worried yeah, if... I was got, wondering if you... I told you, we have the security cameras at the front of the house. We've got um, a, an alarm system. I'd be really surprised if... Um, Wouldn't it be ironic if somebody threw one of those motivational blocks through one of your windows, though? <laughs> <laughs> you woke up, you heard a crash... And there's be brave on the floor. And we have very... <laughs> or less is more. <laughs> less is more. Stay humble is in the floor of your den or whatever. We also have very protective neighbors, including a cop that lives two doors down. So, I, yeah, I, I feel safe. Yeah, but everybody has a cop that lives two doors down and didn't do anything. Well, a cop that knows who I am and knows me pretty well. But by the time that less is more brick <laughs> comes through the window of your den, we you going to call him? I guess. How do you call the cop? Do you run over screaming like in the Halloween movies and knock on his door, or you, you have him on uh, speed dial? He has my phone number, and I've ha I have his. You could go, hey, Charlie, 
whatever his name is. Could you get over here? I, and he he patrols in our neighborhood. He's a cop in our neighborhood. So yeah. I could literally be like, hey, person, okay. could you stop over to the house? I'm a little concerned. I saw something on the camera. At any point in time, I can check my camera online, see what's going on at my house. I gotta see if there's a cop in my neighborhood. I don't think so. I think I have a cop-heavy neighborhood. And our our security camera is through the peephole, so like I can get great detail on what the person looks like should they come up to the door or whatever. You want to make sure you have it hooked up right so it doesn't uh, playback's not upside down. It also has a thing like it. Um, it'll like I get a, a text to my phone. Like if someone has approached my door, I can go and it'll send me a screenshot of, or I can take a screenshot of like who's there. Mm-hmm. And you, it's the mailman, but always, but. Um, like if someone were to go up to my door, like I've I've got uh, Jehovah's Witnesses on there before they like they had the Bibles or whatever in their hands, and uh, I was like a little suspicious of what it was until I zoomed in and realized they had like a holy Bible and like pa- pamphlets. You can talk to them through the thing. Uh, we don't have a sound hooked up. So oh, it's not it's like just, a hey, get out of here, one of those. No, it's just mm. a it's take just your a, Jesus somewhere else. No, but I can trigger my alarm f- remotely. So okay. if I see something sketch, I can trigger my alarm. And then what happens? Does and the, then cop the cops come, over? come? Yeah. And what do they what do they do when you hit your alarm? Is this what it sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you live in Eric's neighborhood and you hear this, this is her. <laughs> no, it actually just plays a song. Uh, it plays a song when when I them. trigger the alarm, and then they either have a dance party or they run away. Oh, up to so it's not this. No. Uh, if only I had time for the song that you're... Oh, no. I have to go to a break. Oh, what a bummer. No. Well, anyway, I'll just listen for Heart that break. noise. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. If you're on hold, I'll get you on the way back. Uh, if not, I won't take your call. Uh, 35192 if you want to text. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. I met Alan. Did you? I gave him marijuana. Oh, great. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Cavaliers Warriors tickets for you tomorrow on the show. Game three back here at home on a Wednesday night. And you got a shot to win a pair to put you there tomorrow afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to play Defend the Band. Dig up some old MMS chestnuts. See if you can nail them. And uh, walk out with a... Well, it won't be here, but you'll be on the phone. But uh, walk into the queue with a couple of tickets for uh, Wednesday night. And then game four, Friday night, we will be in the East Bank of the Flats uh, doing the first Alan Cox Show bar crawl of 2017. We'll hit four spots in four hours. Join us at any and all of them. It's all courtesy of Modelo Espacial. So thank you to them. Uh, 8 o'clock we get going. East Bank of the Flats, Friday night. Whether or not the Cavs are winning or losing that night, there'll be some drinking to do. So all the details at alancockshow.com. So Wonder Woman crushed it over the weekend. I was, really, I was on the fence about Wonder Woman because, I don't know, it was never like a title that grabbed me or anything. But that girl's hot, that Gal Gadot, she's cutie. And um, they made a ton of money. I mean, you figure girls are definitely going to go to that movie because it's empowering. And uh, guys want to see a girl dressed as Wonder Woman. But they made like $100 million. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. And they'll start making more girl superhero movies. That's just domestically, too. So worldwide, I think it's already... It's double that, yeah. Yeah. 
director well. who uh, did Monster, where Charlize Theron won an Oscar for taking her makeup off. <laughs> but they just said it's a fun movie, too. You know, a lot of the male superhero movies are super dark and grim and whatever, and they said, Wonder Woman's just a good time. It's fun. I think I'll probably rent it. Don't know if I'll go out and see it, but um, I'll put it on the list. We haven't done a movie squad in a while. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, going to see it probably sometime this week. Mm-hmm. We have time. Maybe okay. tomorrow night. I'll, movie uh, squad tomorrow night, Erica. Wonder Woman. Mark it. I don't know if you'll be able to do it because I, I don't think I can go till later and you can't do the late, later no. movies. No, I turn into a pumpkin. You get too sleepy. <laughs> You get hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're too sleepy. She yeah, gets so dude. sweepy. Why don't you have an espresso before you go to the movies? I go to bed so early now. It's awesome. Why? Because what I got to stay up for. Movie squat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like on a night where there might be something late to do, you can't manage it? Well, if it's like, if it's like, a, uh, like a Friday night or something... No problem. I'll stay out late, whatever. But when I know there's something psychological, if I know I have to be up early for work in the morning, I can't stay up. What time do you go to bed? 10 ish. Because hmm. I'm getting up later now, but I'm going to bed about the same Sometimes time. Sometimes 11. Yeah. Just depends. I think I was up till like 11 last night. I'm trying to get my full eight hours now. It's nice, isn't it? Well, I definitely feel more clear headed. Like you get into this thing when you don't get much sleep where you go, oh, this is just how I operate. Yeah. And I've operated that way for 20 plus years. You're used to it. Yeah. And then you go, oh, this is what it's like when you get some sleep. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, I still got a kid, so I'm not sleeping through the night, but. Yeah, this is like. bad. It's strange because I think America's the only country in the world that views like sleep as like a luxury, not a necessity. And everybody else, like. All the other countries laugh at us. They're like, you guys don't get enough sleep. And then when you guys are up and doing stuff, you guys don't eat healthy because fast food's everywhere. We're the fattest country. And then it's, it's just, I don't know. It's like uh, Mexico's uh, fatter now. Is it? Yep. saw that. Yeah, and they're starting to hit the, they're really starting to hit the wall with the siestas too, where they're like, oh, people are sleeping in the afternoon. They don't get anything done. I'm kind of, I'm really ambivalent about the sleep thing because I realize, obviously, the benefits of getting a lot of sleep. But I still feel like sleep's wasted time. I still... How? Your, your body just, needs to recharge. I'm saying, I believe both. I understand that. I, I'm saying, I understand what it means to you physically, but mentally, I feel like I'm wasting time. So when I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning, it souked major, but I was like, I'm souked. up. I'm doing stuff. So what I, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Sleep up and running. Sleep is a weird stuff concept. Done. You go lay down for eight hours with your eyes closed. That's that's what you do. And your brain flushes itself out. I will mm-hmm. say the yeah. more now that I'm getting some sleep, I'm dreaming all the time. You are. I never like would dream before. Now I dream every night. Anything you can remember? Yeah, nothing thrilling. There's nothing worse than having somebody else tell you their dreams. But I mean, it's Unless but I, it's a sex dream. <laughs> yeah, no sex dream. I mean, yeah, those can go bad too. Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a sex dream about Alexander <laughs> Solzhenitsyn. Yeah, you had one about Jeffrey LaRoque. That was a nightmare, but uh, but yeah. Potato, potato. Yes. Still a dream. 
Yep, that happened. If you were so embarrassed by it, you I had a dream about pound cake too. Me? Like, that's, when get, that's when you get into your rim cycle. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing in your dream? Uh I'm not gonna I'm not you? Gonna, I'm not gonna elaborate. Will you tell me between the break? Maybe I'll tell It'd you. It'd be later. funny if every dream you had, no matter who was in it. And no matter what normal circumstance was the bulk of the dream, if at the end of it you just ended up having sex with everybody that pops up in your dream, yeah, I, yeah, I we don't were have flying sex dreams very often. We were but. flying a spaceship, but then at the end we ended up having sex. I don't know what that's about. But. <laughs> Mine are always like a, a, a character that I know is introduced, and then they become faceless towards the end. Oh, and I also had a dream last night that all my teeth were falling out. Isn't that like a, a regular a thing. thing? Yeah. That's like, like a stress means. thing. Stress or you're afraid yeah. somebody's going to find out your secrets. Or... I, I always have dreams. People are like pulling up my finger and toenails for some Whoa. reason. That's another thing, too. That's probably analogous to the uh, fingernail thing. What fingernail thing? Or I'm sorry, the tooth thing. Oh, I was going to say. You guys have weird dreams. I only have reoccurring... Uh, you have Kyrie Irving dreams. I know I have reoccurring dreams where I'm back in high school or church, and I can't get out. I've never had a, I've never had a repeated dream. Because they were pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never had a repeated dream. That's that's weird. Well, I used to have the same dream for 20 years. Yeah, that's I only weird. had one dream. Yeah. You ever have like a super good dream, and you're mad that you wake up, and you try to fall back asleep and get back into it, but you can't? Because you want to finish the story? <laughs> I remember that. I was having a dream where I was debating David Frost. Really? And I woke up and I... I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, let me go back to sleep. Ah, oh, damn it. I got to play Nixon for a short period of time. It was a lot of fun. I was... Uh, I, I mentioned it at the top of the show, but then we kind of got off in a weird angle immediately. But Pound Cake really did get a lot of meat this weekend. He yeah, got a lot real. of action, and it's currently stinking up the office. I so put it in the fridge. I know, but I hope that's going home with you, too. Yeah, I didn't know if you guys... That cannot sit in that refrigerator. I took one uh, package of meat. I might take a meat pack. Yeah, take it all. Who gave you this meat? Um, there was a lady at a stand. I think he texted all of us. He goes, "Hey, we got meat." I was like, <laughs> "All right." I, I might butcher the name, but it's like Fer- Fernigos or something like that. I-, I can get the letter, but it's in the office. But she- I was just sitting there, first time I ever been to the West Side Market, and I was going with two friends of mine. Um, cause this was what day? This was Sunday. This was yesterday. Okay. Um, and I forgot they're open on Sunday. Yeah, we now. just got done with brunch. Yeah. We were going to run into West Side Market. They wanted to get some produce or whatever. And they're looking at you know the stand. They looked at all the pork chops and stuff. I was like, man, that stuff looks good. And the lady behind the counter, she's like, are you uh, – what, what's your name? I said, I, I'm Cody. She's like, I thought so. Then immediately she's just like, if I take some uh, – give you some samples, will you take those into work tomorrow for the show? I'm like – Sure, of course. I'm thinking she's going to give me like some cook stuff, like she wants us to try, and she's going to put it in like a little tin or something. No, she she like bags up a stuffed peppers and pork chops and all types of stuff, and just put it in in a freezer bag to where like uh you can. I I like the bag. Were your friends impressed that you got free meat? She she gave my other friend a free pork (laughs) chop. Another one. Fernangles. Fernangles. Yeah. Yeah. Fernangles. Fernangles. Yeah, and she said she loved the show. She wow! Wrote, wrote well, thanks for know. listening, she, meet people. She was very sweet. I mean, I didn't even say you know too much. I was just singing in front of her. I think that may have given it away. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really doing anything. I was just singing in a public place. What were you singing? <laughs> I'd sure like some free meat, free meat. It was that every day to hustle. No, we were singing that Tina Marie song. Me and my friend Zach we were like la 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 la, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, that's pound cake. <laughs> Must have." So wow. Yeah, so she gave my... Every meat's a muscle. <laughs> so in addition to her giving us all those sample meats, 
She gave my <laughs> she gave my friend. She was like, "You can have an extra pork chop too," because she paid for all hers. So then I guess she was just like, "Here, you could. Well, I'll give you something free since I just gave him an entire." And bag that was of her samples. stand. I assume so, unless she's just an employee that I was going to say pool it's, like yeah, that. Somebody's giving away free product. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Might even want to. It wasn't even in like a regular plastic bag. It was in one of those, you know, keep a cooler bag. So I was like, ooh, I could put beer in there after I eat all the meat. And you already had some of the meat? Oh, my gosh. Because, yeah, I was we were having Sunday fun day at my friend's house. And we were chilling by the pool and he was grilling. And he's like, I'm going to take like four of these, you know, I, it was like Asian zing pork chops. That's what I'm going to fire up tonight. I think I'm going to make those. Tonight. Oh, my God. It was the best pork chop I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, it was so good. Wow. I, I didn't like know that you were. I didn't know that he was such a pork chop aficionado. <laughs> I wasn't until I got it for free. <laughs> but I would pay for he it. He made his friend grill it though. Like I got it. Too. Do you want pound free. cake messing with a grill? That's a smart play. That's true. He got. Uh, the, he was eating a free meal. Okay, so you don't want him near it. an open flame. He can make it, and he even put the asparagus on the side, so it was good. <laughs> on the side. Wow, he grilled with, vegetables with, too. With this guy's potatoes. a whiz. Shocking! He's a wizard. He's a real grill master. How did he figure he that out? Gave us utensils <laughs> which we used to eat it. He used tongs to turn the meat <laughs> rather than his bare hand. They had cups. It's amazing. I've been grilling a lot lately already because we dug our uh, grill out of the garage finally because we could get to it. Oh right, because it's been in there for like it's two been years. Tucked behind yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. We finally got it out, and I've been grilling almost like every day. <laughs> I'll, and I don't and I don't need Ian. I'm just out there grilling myself. I made a steaks. Are you trying to tell us you don't need a man to work your grill? That's what I said. Wow. <laughs> wow. The sisters really are doing it for themselves. I ain't need a man. Yeah. To grill. I grill year round, so I'm a big fan. I I forgot how much I like grill, like yeah. the the char yeah. on on things and I I make green beans like in foil and put like a bunch of seasoning and parmesan cheese and it gets all crispy. Yeah. That's my jam. We do this thing called Fresh Fork, where you pay for like, oh, yeah. uh, you know. That's over in uh, at Lake Erie building. They move it around. Mm-hmm. It used to be. Oh. It's in Rocky River now. But anyway, we picked up our thing. They give you a bag full of like produce and, you know, and I'm going to smoke a whole chicken. Now, is it pre So excited. No, it's not pre-cooked. No. <laughs> he gets one of those rotisserie chickens from Giant Eagle. He's like, I can't wait to smoke this chicken. I can't. Every time I go, I see like a ham or like I did commercials for Honey Baked a while ago, and uh, I went they gave me a gift card and went there and got a Honey Baked ham. I always think about you smoking an, a pre-cooked ham. Oh, you and Gwen. <laughs> we were talking to somebody over the weekend about about smoking, and I was like, Oh, smoke this, smoke that. Yep. We were uh, having a smoke food- weed ever. Every day. Yeah, we were over at that uh, Masthead Brewery there downtown and uh, for a little get-together, and I was talking to a buddy, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I smoke this. And Gwen's like, oh, one time he smoked a pre-cooked ham. Uh-huh. Like, yes. Never going to live it down. It was extra no. smoky. Yeah, well, I don't. What the hell do I know? I'm like, you know, it's put it in there. You know that's cooked, right? It, it is now. Yeah, it is now. Extra cooked. Because I left it in there for four hours. What I did love about the lady that uh, at the West Side Market that gave us those samples, she actually put like uh, like papers at the bottom that like explained how to cook it, each each item. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's dummy proof. So even I can cook it. Well, yeah, nobody's so. going to give you meat and then let you ruin it. They want you to get the most out of it. Yeah, but that, uh, usually when you're giving meat, you're assumed to know how to cook it. I mean, not every ground beef you... Buy the, no ground beef. You buy at the store is just gonna say, "Hey, you know what? It has directions on how to cook it, but not what you make with it. You can make whatever you want with it." 
Disney. That is true. You can make whatever you want with meat. Sky's you the limit. Sky's the limit. Like raw hamburger or something. Yep. So your friend grilled you a pork chop, and you said it was the greatest pork chop you'd ever had. Best I've ever tasted, yeah. And when was the last pork chop you had before that? Did your mom make pork chops when you were growing chop. up? Yeah. What makes it the Asian zing? Is it like spicy or yeah, it just has sauce on it? Yeah, it, it seemed like it'd be, it was like seasoned. Like Probably marinated. It, it, marinated in Asian sauce, yeah. It was marinated in Asian sauce. <laughs> Asian sauce. <laughs> Marinating oh, a sauce. I think it was Asian. Excuse me. I was just down the aisle there. I could not find your Asian sauce. Could you tell me where that is? Where is the Asia? Saw the hoisin. I saw the soy. But I just need Asian sauce. I Chef just, KRD over here. I just need something that can really put an Asian zing on it is what I'm looking for. <laughs> Uh, it was well, good, all right. Yeah, no, I, I feel yeah, it's did good. You, did you I guys just thought take, it was funny. I know Erica took something. Did you guys take anything or no? Not yet. No, I, I, you guys can I'm not just going to like put it in my pocket. I'll leave it in well, the fridge. Well, I'll I'll I, know. <laughs> I put it in the fridge, but I just didn't want it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to grab something. Yeah, well, go nuts. Yeah. Hey, Woody. Ellen. Speaking of Asian sauce, what's going on, Woody? I don't know, um, I don't know what that means, but... Uh, I don't happy, either. Happy Monday. Right. Um, hey, uh, really quick... Um, uh, Erica was talking about her dreams and uh, and and sleep and sleep deprivation or, or too much sleep, this and that, right? Yes. Hello? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah but, but it's a little known fact, but it, it, it's probably a common fact. But you realize by the time you're 30 years old, you have slept for 10 years of your life. You said it's a little known fact, but probably a common mm. fact. Is that what you said? Make up your mind. Uh, are you asleep right now, Woody? Are you are you Ambien calling me? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I did. Uh, you know, it's been a long cold. Uh, I don't know. I'm Something, that. right? Yeah, yes, of course. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, been a long cold been... beer for Woody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but actually, yeah. If you do the math, you you if you've done the math, you've. By the time you're 30 years of age, you slept for 10 solid years. Well, I. I Sleeping a third of your life. That's if people get an eight hours a night, which I think they use as the, as the baseline, but most people don't get that. So, well, no, no, no. well, because you sleep a lot when you're a baby, you sleep a lot when you're a teen, and you don't sleep much you know, in your 20s. But it, it's, it is a baseline. I get it. But don't you agree on, on that uh, that um, baseline, right? I, I, will, I will agree that you that's information you have. <laughs> I will agree that you're giving me that information. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, yeah, I've heard things like that. That like by the time you get to be an adult, you have slept right. If you took that time, I'm fine with that. That you've spent sleeping. I mean, I love sleep. It's just it just feels like wasted time to me. So I yep. I know I, it's not, but I always feel like I should be doing something. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you know, I think that's that's a probably a close number, right? It's you know, by the time you're 30 years of age. You slept for ten solid years. Probably, yeah. The thing with me is, I always I'm a night owl, so like I always get, no matter when I get up, I always get like a second wind at like nine thirty or ten o'clock, and then I'm like, oh, I want to clean the house, or I want to do some laundry, or I want to, you know, carve a boat, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta go, to, I gotta go, to, I, gotta go to, I gotta go to bed in a half an hour, you know, get some whittling done. Yeah, I got prime whittling hours. <laughs> prime whittling hours. Everybody else asleep. I can get out there with my carving knife and not bother anybody. Right, repaint the shed, whatever. Get some work lights out there. All right, thank you, Woody. Love you guys. All right, love you too, Woody. I'm gonna take a nap 
here in Woody. I'm going I'm to get another hour of sleep. Thank you, buddy. All right. Uh, let me break here. I'll have uh, passes for it for the Cleveland Summer Beer Fest, now in its second year. Brought to you by Fathead's Brewery and Deschutes Brewery. It's going to happen on June 17th down at Nautica. So we'll hook you up uh, for that shortly, and uh, that'll be fun. You want to text here, 35192, or uh, find plenty of stuff at alancoxshow.com. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven to join us, or 800-348-1007. You'll be using those numbers tomorrow to try to get yourself tickets for NBA Finals Game 3. Back here in Cleveland is going to be Wednesday night. Cavs need a win. Um, we're going to play Defend the Band tomorrow afternoon. Play some clips for you. If you nail those, you'll get a couple of tickets for Wednesday night. Uh, so you'll use the phone numbers for that tomorrow. Uh, if you want to text, otherwise here, 35192. Game 4 here at home going to happen Friday. That is the night we will be in the flats over in the East Bank for the first of three Alan Cox Show bar crawls that will happen this summer. We'll have details, uh, obviously, for numbers 2 and 3 for you in the weeks to come. But you can uh, come and join us on Friday night. We start around 8 o'clock. Officially go till midnight, but it always goes longer than that. We'll hit four locations down there. Um, two from last year, two new ones for the bar crawl this year. And uh, it's all courtesy of Modelo Especial. So gracias to them. And uh, the info is at alancockshow.com. Uh, I'm getting all kinds of like random half texts from people. So I like to respond to people uh, when I can. But for whatever reason, I'm getting half sentences from people. And I don't, unless people are just drunk and they're. Literally texting me half sentences. <laughs> almost 5 o'clock. So. Almost 5 o'clock. It is somewhere. That's right. Well, one week from today will be the one-year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shootings in Orlando. And Orlando is dealing with another mass shooting. A disgruntled worker uh, went back to where he had been fired from in April. He killed five people and then killed himself. A uh, guy who worked for Flama Incorporated, a business that manufactures awnings. Uh, the shooter has not been identified, obviously. Uh, there was a shooter in Columbus, I think, today, too. Saw that breaking news right before we Jeez. went on the air. I don't know if that was just... Uh, that could The update on that, I haven't seen, but that could very well be um, a misunderstanding. I don't know. They shoot out those warnings pretty quickly now, especially on campus around the country. You know, you get the text warning that... Because uh, I don't think they locked the the school down... But they had confirmed that there had been a shooter shooting a gun. I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's so many shades of this anymore. That, uh, but or- or- Orlando, uh, uh, six people dead uh, there. And in only a week, you'll be seeing all kinds of uh, memoriams for people who died in the uh, Pulse. I thought it was one year to the day. I actually had to Google it. We were in Denver when the Pulse thing happened. But I, th- I thought it was this week. But... June 12th is when the Pulse nightclub shootings happened. Mm. And it feels longer than one year, frankly. I thought it was two years ago. Oh, to me, it feels like it just happened. The Pulse nightclub thing? I thought it was a couple of years ago. 
Yeah, I thought it was closer to like the fall for some reason. Yeah. Uh, hey, Joe in Philly. Yeah, what up, guys? What's going on? So I was just listening to some sports talk, and I'm not sure I'm if sorry. this is breaking news or not, but um, apparently the Cavs' locker room smelled of marijuana after the game yesterday. After the Did game? I catch any of that? Yeah, after the game. Well, it could have been before the game, by the way they played. So. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I would have no way to um, verify that story. Um, but I imagine a lot of people probably, team aside, there are probably uh, hangers-on uh, in any NBA locker room who are going to make that room smell like weed. People you get a contact high from, even if you're just standing next to them. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just so a I don't know. dudes just hanging out. Sure. Probably. And all that sweat coming out? Yeah. <laughs> probably some bud yeah. uh, flying out of those pheromones. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Makes sense. Hey, whatever Makes helps sense. them win. I don't give a fat frog's ass whatever these guys do. Well, whatever they're well, doing illegal. now. Ain't so. Yeah. Yeah, well, so is losing, Erica. What's that, Joe? They're in California, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's something lingering around. They're taking advantage of, uh, sure, legislation. It's to criminalize yeah. here in Ohio. You know, if they have just a tiny bit on them, just get a ticket. Nothing wrong with that. All right, thank you, Joe. Be safe, man. All right. Yeah, I guess uh, there's reporters that said that, so I don't know. Hmm. I don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably want to smoke weed after that game. But but you know what I mean, <laughs> though. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. It's, you can be around people who just smell like weed. Right. And if there's a dude, yeah, it could be an oh, equipment. we have been, too. Yeah, it could be an equipment manager, you know, picking up towels in the visitor's uh, locker room. We had an That's intern. a Waken Baker. We had an intern who just always smelled like weed. Who, Noodle? Who? No. Buck Wild. Buck Wild. Yeah. It was Buck Wild. Oh, just, Buck Wild, yeah. And then I'm like, he's like, I don't smell anything. I'm like, dude, it's impossible not to smell. It's like a skunk just walked through here. Right. And I'm not throwing Noodle under the bus. I'm just saying I, I wasn't sure who you were talking about. <laughs> no. him, <you> know? Yeah. <laughs> I think Buck Wild cleaned up his act, He though. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got saying, a woman and a kid. I, mean, I don't care if the dude smokes weed, but I'm like, either. if you come to work and you smell like, <laughs> not just like you, you smoked an hour ago, but like you currently are smoking. <laughs> like you were hotboxing in the parking lot. Yeah. I'm like, you might want to just like wait an hour or something. Yeah. Or two. Or open a window. <laughs> yeah, and that office doesn't get any circulation of air, so... Uh, we've all seen the picture by now of the guy mowing his lawn with a tornado in the background. <laughs> I love it. In it's Canada. That to me, uh, that to me represents Britain in the face of terrorism. The guy mowing his lawn is the UK and the tornado is just terrorism. They're like, whatever, we don't care. Mm-hmm. We're still going to do our thing. While Captain Cheeto over here is trying to make people as terrified as he possibly can. I saw a meme that, that was saying the United States... Like the tornado was Donald Trump messing up America, and the lawnmower is like American citizens trying to ignore it. Like they're just like it's like the fact that we have to go on with our lives. We're oh, keeping an eye on it. Yeah, that's what the guy said. He goes, "I was keeping an eye on it." That's what it feels like. Yeah, it's literally tornado's what it feels going on, like. and you're like, "But you gotta still live. There's nothing you can do about it." Lawn's oh, gotta get mowed. Yeah, 
you can get uh, you can get miles of different meanings from this photo. Literally over a thousand words from this photo. I thought of my dad because like my mom always has these honey do lists for him, and yeah. my dad will do anything to get that list done so he can get on with his life and go fishing or go relax. He will mow the lawn if he knows the storm's coming. You'll see like the dark clouds coming in. My dad's out there going as fast as he can because he's like, this needs to get done so I can cross it off and move on. I can't remember how many times. Times growing up, I was mowing the lawn where it was just gunmetal, high wind skies. Because Northern mm-hmm. Illinois, there's a lot of tornadoes, yeah, and they don't hit the city, but they move through like really bad weather. And I just remember as a kid, I'd be out there mowing the lawn, and it looked like something was coming. My dad's like, "You're not done yet <laughs> till you see lightning, kiddo." That's stick it out. Literally what he would say, right? <laughs> Till you see lightning. I'd be like, I just saw lightning. No, you didn't. You didn't see any lightning. <laughs> I just did. I hear thunder. Can I come in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd always have to mow the lawn, and I would always wait till the last minute, especially if I saw bad weather coming in. Yeah. I'd, like, get out there and then, like, do, like, one stripe, and then I'd be like, oh, it's raining. I can't mow the lawn anymore. You'd wait until yeah. it was right on top of you. My dad's like, I know what you're doing. I'm like, I know you know. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? It's raining. So this woman takes a picture. This is in Alberta, Canada. A woman takes a picture of her husband. My beast mowing the lawn with a breeze in his hair. And a, I thought this was photoshopped when I first saw it. I'm like, okay, the haha, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's a tornado way off in the distance. But very menacing in, uh, with this guy. Three Hills, Alberta, Canada. All the neighbors were outside taking photos of the tornado. But he wasn't concerned because of how far away it was. I was keeping an eye on it, he said. God, <laughs> I love it. Oh, good for him. It's hey, quite a photo, though. But, but it's listen, a great photo. Yeah, it's a great photo, but I think anybody in that position, you might not be mowing your lawn, but I think anybody would you know, look out the window and go, well, it's still far enough away where I'm not going to poop my pants over it yet, but it's very, very close. It's that big in the photo. Oh, my God! Tornado! Tornado! Right. Alan, the world is like we've awakened inside an Onion article. <laughs> it really is some days. Yeah, well. Well, just the, the, the way Trump has handled the whole London thing in, like, attacking the mayor. Like, that's embarrassing. By the way, the mayor of London, who was newly elected at the time, he fired off two or three tweets when the Pulse nightclub shooting happened that said, we stand with Orlando. Yeah. So sorry to hear about this. You know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, listen, in, in over in Europe, you know, the, the, the rest of the world has centuries and centuries of history in their past. We don't. We're kind of like a global newborn. So we can really only react to things as to how we process them currently. Whereas other countries, the Brits, you know... And granted, if you're 30, you you didn't live through World War II, but there's that whole stiff upper lip thing where your family or your, you know, your ancestors, they lived through the city being bombed out. People Mm -hmm. in Paris, they've lived through, you know what I mean? Over here, we're like, oh, so we kind of put everything through a very recent lens. And so that's why it's easy to get people all freaked out here. Whereas people overseas are like, look, I'm going to keep doing my thing, man. I got a life to lead. Yeah. And I know that people. I respect that. I know people over here do do that. I realize that. But it certainly doesn't help when you got the guy running the country who is gloom and doom at the drop of a hat.
when the people overseas, London has been getting hammered by this kind of stuff. And the mayor's still like, look, stiff upper lip. You know, we're going to keep doing our thing because we got to. I feel like I'm dealing with Trump's presidency as a whole, like how I watch a horror movie where my hands are covering my face, but I have like two fingers barely separated in front of one of my eyes. I'm like, eh, do it's, I look? It's a morbid curiosity. Yeah, it's like, yeah, part of me is entertained by all the crap that uh, he spews on Twitter and just just the sheer... It's better to laugh before you cry type of thing. Spectacle mm. of... Like, you're arguing with the mayor of London right after they had an attack. Well, because like, it's something we've literally never seen. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. the other part of me is like, I would like to cover my eyes through the next four years and just pray that, not pray, but uh, get out there and hope that people also get out there and vote and, and change change our stars. But to me, even domestically, not necessarily the Trump thing, but just the way people deal with adversity, it's also similar to me with like how American, how minority groups in America deal with hardship differently than white people in America. Where some people are like, eh, been like that for a long time for us. What's hardship? Huh? Hardship? <laughs> it's something that some people have, Bill. Uh-huh. Who, when they, when they, um, uh, things are not going as they would like. Like when Starbucks gets your order wrong? That's correct. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. now I'm... Ooh, oh, man. Right. When those shorts you wanted, American Eagle, are out of stock. Oh, oh no. That's exactly what it <laughs> is. You have to order it, and they're, you know, there's You've free shipping, but you still have to wait right. two days. Yep. Don't get me started. I okay, know. I get hardship. I know things. So, just to put it in terms that you understand, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm glad that there are... Um, we talked about it last week. But I'm glad that there are leaders in all variety of capacities who seem uh, better suited to do what they need to do, perhaps at a local or regional level. Yeah. Um, and I and we can only hope, and I think uh, people of other countries have an understanding that we didn't all vote for Trump. We don't all support everything that's going on. So I would hope that people hang on to that because there are some people that are making us look bad. Well, I've just kind of I've kind of just removed him from the equation. There are a lot of things that can be done. You know, all politics is local and all that. There are a lot of things um, that can move things forward. Pick an issue, and there are ways to move those things sure. in, in the direction they should move. If you just remove that from the equation, if you remove the spectacle. If you just focus on the nuts and bolts of things that need to be done to um, move things forward, mm-hmm. you, you, say, you cannot go backward in any capacity. Time, time literally doesn't move that way, and culture doesn't move that way. You just don't go backward. Yeah. There might be the little missteps here and there. There might be things where people feel like the sky's falling, but you just, things keep moving forward. And if you have people who are intent on holding on like grim death, for things to stop or go back to some fake golden age, that doesn't happen. There are a lot of people who understand that. People who are in positions of influence who understand that. And there are people who will be running for office over the next decade for various things, from dog catcher all the way to governor, yep. who understand these things. So you can almost take that person out of the equation and go, okay, well, you've made it very clear that you are utterly ill-equipped to handle even the most basic diplomatic skills. So let's not worry about all the hard stuff that you clearly don't have any interest in doing. 
let's just remove that sideshow and let's focus on what needs to get fixed. And you know, what, what do you think will come of James Comey testifying in front of Congress on Thursday? I think it's going to be. You want to talk about spectacle? But like, yeah. okay, who's airing? Is that on CNN? Because that's going to be. I think it's going to be on all the everything. Major, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying though. But uh, uh, ratings. Imagine mm-hmm. he says the worst thing possible, saying that President Trump. Oh, God, I, no can't, wrong. I can't believe I said that. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. But say if he did do wrong. Say I'm if saying he that's did. the worst thing possible. Okay, well, other than that. Say if he did, you know, obstruct justice by him saying, like, lay off um, whatever the the guy that they were talking about. The attorney general? The, the attorney general, yeah. Say he did that. What do you think that would mean? Because if they don't impeach him, then it's going to look like some type of cover-up or everything's I in cahoots. I'm of, then, I'm of the mind that there's not going to be some big smoking gun. They're not going to uncover some, and I, oh, they've got a bombshell. I don't think you're going to uncover some smoking gun where everybody goes, we got him. I don't I, think so either. I think it's more likely, and people on the inside of the White House have said this. People have said, look, when you have a lot of people, as much as people love this notion of somebody who's never been a politician before becoming president or whatever, as much as people love that notion in their head, the cold reality is you got to have people who know how things work and what they're doing. And the bottom line is there's just a lot of people over there who are probably just too like they didn't know X, Y, and Z was wrong. Which to American ears are going to go, oh, sure, because people believe what they believe on either side and you're really not going to shake them. So there's not going to be any big smoking gun. It's just going to be death by a thousand cuts. That's exactly what I was thinking. You've really you. And I know it sounds like a dodge when when people were beating up Nancy Pelosi for not talking about impeachment. But you have to prove a lot of things to get to the point where you're talking about impeaching anybody. I test it. so the guy testifying, the FBI director, that the fired FBI director testifying and saying this happened, right? Is but that I, enough? But, but I think but he's, it's not proof. I, I mean, a testimony is one thing. He, but. he, he keeps notes. They, that's why they were. Well, those are his. Yeah. Those are his notes, right? But but again, I don't think we're going to find ourselves in a situation where like, oh my god, because I think he's going to reiterate a lot of what has already come up. So it'll be interesting to watch, and it'll make for probably. Very compelling television, but I don't think there's going to be any big Matlock moment. Great reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where, you know, where the guy goes, I did it. You know, it's not going to be anything like that. I hope he does it Columbo style where he gets, he <laughs> acts dumb to get Trump to say something or. I just think he won't get anything passed. They, they need this off their chest. Regardless of what they do, they want to get this out of the way. They want to move forward with it because they're not going to get anything passed. They're not going to get health care passed. They're not going to get any tax cuts passed because of this monkey on their back. And Michael Flynn... Well, they're not going to get those other things taken care of either. That's what I'm saying. Michael Flynn is over there without this. asking for immunity, and they're like, we're not going to give you immunity. But at the same time, they want to pretend like, you know, nothing's going on. There's no smoke show or anything like that. So I, I just well, don't get a, it. Well, there's I'm a confused. smoke show. I'm just saying I don't think there's going to be fire. I mean, again, we'll find out. You know, people are going to watch, and it's going to be very compelling uh, But it's going to really bother me. It's going to be raw meat for the next couple of weeks for people to chomp on who work in cable news. But as to whether or not it's going to have any measurable impact on the day-to-day lives of people, um, I, I don't think so. No. I mean, they still got people that are like, I just need a job, man. I think some people, I think most people, just want some kind of accountability at this point. Yeah, and that's what that's what's going right, to bother but me. Accountability for what? I mean, you Their can part. be well, but again, that's very vague. I know everybody, 
Everybody who doesn't like the guy wants some, man, they want some smoking gun. I just don't think it's there. I think you have too many levels at which someone can can claim ignorance or incompetence, and they go, okay, well, it sucks. Ignorance is no excuse, though. If it was but it's one also of us. not illegal. It's not illegal. And, you, you know, what did they say when they were beating up Hillary over the emails? They go, hey, she was sloppy. But she didn't do anything illegal. Well, not according to Trump's campaign. They said lock her up, that well, she did they, do something yeah, but criminal. But they were making up all kinds of stuff to get elected. What I'm saying is the people in charge were like, look, it was re- Comey. It was real sloppy, but there wasn't anything illegal there. That's why they were so pissed that he did that second round right before the election, because they were like, he already said. So I think when he sits up there, he's going to have, I mean, he's a widely respected guy. Doesn't seem like a partisan dude. The crazy thing about what's going on now, though, is that it seems like it's taking people who were known to be nonpartisan and somehow putting them on either side. These generals that they were like, oh, these guys will be the adults in the room. He's going to have some real new, <laughs> like they're just kowtowing to whatever. They're trying to, you know, bend before they break. I don't know. I don't know. The Comey thing starts when? Wednesday? It will Wednesday, be interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's Comey versus Cosby. The Cosby trial starts yeah. today. Which trial should we watch? Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Cosby trial is being televised. I just want to fast forward like ten years and then just watch all the documentaries about these trials on Netflix. Hey, somebody was saying this Comey thing is going to be the biggest thing since like you go back to the '80s, like when Oliver North was involved in the Contra scandal, and it'll be and in this history is one books. of those. Huh? This, this will be in history books. Well, everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'll be certainly the recaps, I think, will suffice for me. But um, I don't know. Um, Hey, uh, Stephanie. Yeah. What's going on? How are you? I'm fantastic. What's up? I absolutely love you guys' show. Thank you. I was on my way home from work, and I heard you guys talking about the dream and what they mean. Okay. Pulling teeth. Yeah. Pulling fingernails. So I got the perfect dream story for you mm-hmm. because I am a dental assistant. Okay. So we all remember Belton Village Mall when it was still called Belton Village Mall, correct? Bung Village Mall? Belton Village. Okay. Belton Village Mall. Okay. In Canton. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I remember. I worked for an oral surgeon and we pulled teeth continuously all day long eight to ten hours a day. Yep. So, I had a dream that we were in Belton Village Mall. We were in the middle of the mall, me and my doctor surgeon, and, like, we were right in the middle, like, where Santa Claus is. And we had the dental chair, and we were extracting teeth. And there was this whole big line of people all the way down the end of the other end of the mall mm-hmm. waiting to get in to get their teeth pulled. No. What the heck? I feel like I'm having a tooth pulled right now, Steph. <laughs> I feel like when you when you have a career behind that one. I don't know. You must hate Santa Claus, Stephanie. No, it's probably because well, you have a repetitive career. Christmas Eve, so, yeah. you know, I, I'm not fond of Christmas. You were trying to get your Christmas Why bonus while those teeth are going to get pulled. I don't know. Why would I have a dream of us setting up in the middle of the mall where Santa Claus sets up 
and pulling teeth. Was Clearly, that, you're a sick, sick individual, Stephanie. <laughs> was the dentist dressed like the elf from the Rudolph special? Because that could tie no. into it. I don't want to be an elf. <laughs> I want to be a dentist. Uh, I don't know, Stephanie. It'd be, it'd be a wiser person than I who could. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Though? It is crazy. But if I you know, did pull teeth all day, it makes okay. I'm just not going to talk. Yeah, I don't I know. That would be a good story opposed to what you people were just talking. Right. about. Right, teeth falling out versus getting pulled, and I know I agree. No. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm sorry that happened <laughs> to you. I don't know how to respond to that. It's, it's why would you pull teeth at the mall? I don't know why. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me break. We'll come back. I'll have passes for you for the Cleveland Summer Beer Fest, second annual, uh, going on very soon. Uh, if you want to text here, 35192. If you're on hold, I'll get you on the way back. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Sit on the toilet the other way around. It's like a little chair and table where you can secretly eat and cry. Fun fact from the Alan Cox Show. On 100.7. Blush. WMMS. I know that you paid a party, baby, 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 baby. Little ass was on latest party with somebody else's lady. Still got a couple of days for you to get in on that Ultimate Guns N' Roses VIP experience we're giving away, by the way. If you go to WMMS.com, get to the contest tab there, or you can open the iHeartRadio app and search the keyword jungle. We're giving away one big trip to see GNR in Miami. I know they're coming to Cleveland, but uh, we'll set you up for the full thing down there. Airfare for two, hotel, VIP red carpet for you. Uh, backstage photo ops. You're going to get the uh, autographed guitar from Axel Duff and Slash. Some commemorative tickets. The whole thing. So you and a pal in Miami seeing the GNR show. Uh, go to WMMS.com. Hit the contest tab. And good luck. Asel? It's Asel. How you doing, Alan? Asel. The guy calls... He doesn't call frequently enough for me to remember, and so I mispronounce his name every time. That's okay. Asel, what's up? There's half a dozen mispronunciations. I can tell you're the most popular, but we have to move on. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Anyway, here's one for you. Remember. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Prior proper planning prevents piss poor performance. I'll get that out of the way right now. Okay. Well, I like your alliteration. Well, anyway, remember George Bushisms? You remember they were so hysterical. Bill probably may use them in his show. It was they, there were so many they had a whole poster full of them. Bill does a lot of Bush material. That's true. It's interesting. Yeah, they were they were pretty good. Well, now we got Trumpisms, you know. And although you know, you can understand the guy to a degree. No, but then when he comes up with this ridiculous 
comments and positions with no real foundation, just, you know, mix up stuff. So now we got a different... Well, the isms, the isms before were like little turns of phrase that kind of were weird or, you know, won't get fooled again, that kind of stuff. I don't consider it an ism if you're like, that guy sucks or I could kill somebody. <laughs> you know, it's not like a cute little turn of phrase or a malaprop or anything like that. It's kind exactly. of... Exactly. It's a yeah. whole different, different kind thing. of view of... Fake news something. is a Trumpism. Yeah, well, I just wanted you to know, pass along... That the Trump campaign did not come up with Make America Great Again. Believe it or not, it was originally used by Ronald Reagan when he was governor of California, which the Trump campaign is probably figuring, hey, nobody's going to remember this one, so we can, we can jump on it and, you know, nobody's going to remember. So I just wanted to know. They didn't even come up with that. It was used before. Well, what do they say? They, uh, I don't know what they say. All right. Uh, thank you. Asshole. Catch you later. Asshole? Asshole? Asshole. Asshole. What did I call him? Asshole? Did I call him asshole? You just did. Oh, I don't want that. That's my mnemonic device. It's not going to work out. I wonder how George Bush feels about not no longer being the, the dumbest president in American history. Well, I don't know who the dumbest president in American history was. I know he took a lot of heat, and I, I, I like him much better as an ex-president. Me too. But I don't know how dumb Millard Fillmore was. You know, I, I don't go that far back. So I don't know. For, James Polk could have been a real dunderhead for all I know, the main thing, which was the insult of the time. The main thing I remember about George Bush is we, we were in class and my teacher was t- telling me about this, about how he went over to Brazil and he went he was talking to some official over there and he happened to know that they had black people in the crowd and he leans over. He's like, oh, wow, you guys have black people, too. I was like. What person says that? Like, especially a president. If you can think whatever you want, yeah, but, but you got to take you got to take all that stuff with a grain of salt. I mean, you got to you got to d- d- figure out. It. The thing with Trump is, you can his own words are on Twitter. Bush was pre-Twitter, pre-social mm-hmm. media. So the president now, his own words are all out there and can be verified. Before you have a guy going, oh, he said this, or eh, he probably did. I don't know. Will Kafifi? I know the guy. I know the guy had good reflexes when that dude threw a shoe at his head. He's a, he ducked. He did have good waiting. reflexes. Good reflexes. Will Kafifi be in the history books? No, that's well, already be over. In the dictionary. It's they already, already over. They already like nope. I'm just saying. No. Will they? Will it be like one of the greatest like flubs of all time? No. no. He'll have plenty more. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's really going to be jockeying for position as far as that goes. <laughs> um. Hey, listen, it's not just Orlando where people are getting killed. Some uh, a dude uh, killed his girlfriend with the gun that his dad got him as a graduation gift. No, his girlfriend's dad. Girlfriend's dad? Ooh. Yeah, the girlfriend's dad gave him a gun for his graduation, and he killed his girlfriend. The girlfriend. By accident. Oh, actually. wow. By the father of his girlfriend. Yeah, it was yeah. an accident. They said they're not even going to charge him. Yeah, teenager actually shot and killed his girlfriend. Hey, listen, um... Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how that, to. Read that dad's that. regretting that graduation present. Well, Should've he's got probably a gift card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's a Bass Pro Shops gift card. Have fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That is uh, a guy who. Uh, how did it happen? Clearly trusts. Well, he was showing off his gun, like you do. Uh, you know what good is a firearm if you're not showing it to everyone? And uh, yeah, so there you go. And he accidentally uh, shot his girlfriend in the stomach. And they rushed her to the hospital, but uh, she died. So, yeah, they were like, this is completely an accident. Uh, they're probably not even going to charge the guy. But, uh, yeah. You think you might want to figure out first if your girlfriend's boyfriend is really, really good uh, with um, 
the firearm. If he's very safe. Not playing around with it while it's loaded. Yeah, or show him where the safety is, at least. Show him where the safety is. So, uh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah, what are you going to do? He said he's... uh, the kid had a lot of experience with guns. He owned several as a teenager. It's very important. And uh, goes to the range frequently. The dad has to live with that now. Well, yeah, that's no good for anybody. The boyfriend, I mean, he, he, he was that was not his accident, but the accident could have been avoided if he hadn't had the gun <laughs> that the dad gave him. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, if tough. he hadn't had it, he wouldn't have shot it. Be tough to be that dad. That would be tough. To be that dad. Right. That would be a bummer. It's going to get a net or a fishing rod. You want with the uh, it's tough to be that gun. kid, too, because he's going to get back on Tinder and girls are like, oh, what happened with your last relationship? Ugh. Yeah, how do you date after that? Very carefully. <laughs> I wanted to keep the gun. Bill's got his show at uh, Hilario at Barrio tonight, right? Correct. I saw Schizo Bill is going to be on. Yeah. He's always. I like that he spells it S K I T Z O too. Yes, I'm a fan of that. That's his. Uh, that's his branding. I enjoy that. I think that was actually smart because people don't really know how to spell schizo. I have to look look it up every time I he calls. Like he doesn't call that frequently, so I'm like I forgot to. You have to look it up. Yeah, I don't know how to spell that. S C H I Z O. You know how to spell that? I schizophrenic. You know how to spell that? I just want to make Look sure it's right. Asking, of course yeah. he knows. I just want to make sure it's right. Of course right. he knows. <laughs> no, but Bill spells it the way that you would phonetically sound it out and put it on my screen. I'm saying you don't have to look it up. Well, I want to, because I don't want to take the risk of getting it wrong, and then you have to ask me how to spell it, that I spell it wrong, <laughs> and then I look stupid. So, To be honest, I don't know if I could spell it. You know how to spell schizophrenic. I don't know. That's a big word. No? I know there's a I know there's a it's Z a in there, word. right? There's S-C-H-I-Z-O. a C H I Z O. Yeah, okay. Mm. Then then and then P H R E N I C. Yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't know how to spell it. I wasn't sure. I know you. I, I you could figure it out. I guess if I wrote it down a few times, I'd be able to like objectively look at it and be like, "That's not right. That's not right." But but to Poundcake's point, how many times would you have to look a word up before you wouldn't have to look it up anymore? Oh, once. Once. He no. says he has to look it up every time. There's certain words that I still get wrong every time I try and spell them. Like what? Squire? Restaurant. Oh, you restaurant? Know restaurant always gets me. I think restaurant because it's T A U R. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, always gets me. Hey, guarantee. People in Ohio have a real hard time with guarantee. They did that map. We did the pound cake spelling bee last week. He had a hell of a time with some of the words Isn't people can't guarantee? spell. Guarantee. Isn't that what G-U-A-R. it looks like? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people want to do the restaurant thing with it mm-hmm. where it's A U R. Mm. I guarantee you this restaurant <laughs> is open. <laughs> we just said that's it like I, that, it'd be so much easier. When I was right. in when I was in school, like that's how I would learn to spell those words is I would just I would sound them out like I would guarantee you that. So that way and I would say it like that so I remembered how to spell it. Sure. Did you see the girl from the spelling bee last week? And she was ever, the way that kids do the spelling bee is a lot of them write on their hand to try and spell out words. But this girl was mimicking typing as she was spelling a word. And it's oh, kind of... Wow. It's, it's, it's a 21st century yeah. kid on the spelling bee. That was awesome. They got the QWERTY she keyboard got right. memorized. Yeah. yeah, You know what used to get me is familiar and similar. I would accidentally put the I-A-R in similar oh. and not 
familiar. familiar. So I started saying familiar. <laughs> familiar. <laughs> and similar. you are, and we all are. We are similar, familiar people. Mm-hmm. Familiar I am. I'll, I always mess up definitely because isn't it? Yeah, that's another one. Like there's two, right? There's two ways to. No, like, you no. do L E Y. People will do L E Y, but you just put definite with an L Y on it. It's E L Y. A lot of people do L E Y. When I was in high school, English, my English teacher told me, she was like, Yeah, that's the one thing that she was like, I see on all my students' papers. They don't know the right way to spell it. She was like, I don't know if it's like the end or if it's like, I, I don't know. But she said, That's like the most common Definitely. misspelled word. Hmm. Hmm. Spring back drunk spelling bee. Yeah, it was fun. We did. That was a lot of fun. Downtown. Mm hmm. Yeah, drunk spelling bee is a good time. We should do a show spelling bee. Well, we did it with pound cake because he's the most likely suspect <laughs> to destroy that contest. That's why it's fun. Only because you get him sending you messages constantly. I'm not a great speller, so I would I would I would imagine it come down to you and Erica because I'm not. I spell things wrong. All but the see, time. when I when I type, it, this is this is literally the millennial type. To do this because I, when I write a paper or something like that, I don't misspell words because you have like autocorrect or spell check. So it's only here, like on this program, when I write a name or I, like I'm spelling something, I'm like, I don't have autocorrect or, or spell check. So I'm like, damn it, I have to physically go in and like Google a word, make sure it's right because I know he will get it. He gets yeah, but it every here's the thing, time. Though, if you type in Warbury, it's not going to correct to wardrobe. Like, <laughs> you I've just never, have to I've know never that word. Warbury. Yeah. <laughs> I've never wrote Warbury, but it was. Did you mean Warble? <laughs> I mean, Did you mean. There's a difference between him spelling words wrong and just creating words or not knowing yeah, what that's words are. Yeah. But the words that you don't think you could spell, Bill, I bet if you wrote them down, you would notice that they might look incorrect, right? Like, Yeah, the, I would know they look incorrect, yeah. but I wouldn't be able to correct, correct them. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to correct them? I, I might be able to. Throw me some, some tough words. Oh, God. Oh, I, I don't, um, I'm always amazed by what people consider tough words, so I don't well, know sure what to like give. A, you can throw like, a quick Google search and say like misspelled words, like commonly misspelled yeah, words. Yeah, but Frequently last time we did that with words. Pound Cake, we were at the fourth grade level, weren't we? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, we were asking him to spell things like beautiful and... That's the one that people uh, have a hard Not time beautiful. with. We were asking you what words from that map. It was from all map. from that map. Okay, but it wasn't beautiful. Okay, it was something else. Um, see, I think some of these would be too easy for you, though. Government, you'd know that. Recommend? Recommend. All right. That's actually, because that's <coughs> R-O-C-C-O-M-E. Yeah, see, I... Uh, no. N-D- yeah, see? One C, two M's. See, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I get the, the M's and the C's back. Yeah, that's the... I got some dyslexia, so that stuff all gets uh, mixed around in my brain, and not a great speller. Huh. How about, um... Hypotenuse. H Y P N O, a noose. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, honestly, Poundcake might be a better speller than I am. I don't think this is right. Uh, is that right? No, you added an extra e at the end. N U S E. Ah. Hypotenuse. Yeah, news. I'm gonna start saying that. Now. How about pterodactyl? Uh, I can spell that. P T. P T S D. Trying to spell paradactyl. But I can't remember. Paradactyl. <laughs> paradactyl. <laughs> he spells periodontal. I can't remember if there's two R's or not. I think there are. Hey, drunk Sue wants to come to Poundcake's defense. A P on the front. But I the, the P T. He got the P. Is it P-T? Yeah, P T. Yeah, it's P T. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But the rest you got right. Oh, I didn't know. Hey, drunk Sue. 
Yeah. You want to come to Pound Cake's spelling defense. Yes. <laughs> I know that I can make him spell two words in a row that I think he can get them right. Okay. What better advocate for Pound Cake than Drunk Sue? Yeah, spell advocate. <laughs> A-D-B-O-C-A-T-E. All right, come on. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Maybe she's a drunk savant, where if she's stone cold sober, she can't do anything. But, okay, go ahead. Oh, listen to me. Contact, are you ready? I'm ready. Drunk. Yeah. D- d- what else? D-R-U-N-K. Right on. And guess what? Drum roll. Drum roll. Yeah, no drum roll, Sue. Get on with it. Now you gotta spell Sue. Thank you. There's drunk oh, Sue. Lord. H spell A-N-G-U-P. my name. U P. What was it? H A U. Hang up, basically. <laughs> oh yeah, I got her. Yeah. So there you go, Poundcake. You were able to spell drunk Sue. Great. I didn't know about pterodactyl. That just blew yeah. my mind. Oh, well, now you know. Now it makes sense. Then I looked at it with the P in front of it. It Looks better. How about habanero? H A B E N. No, there's a J there. Habanero? No, no, you're thinking of jalapeno. Oh. Ooh, she even put the little... Uh... Habanero! Oh, the tilde <laughs> over the end! Yeah. Wow, Habanero. look at you. All right. Panke, can you spell bedlam? Bedlam? Yep. B-E-D-D... Have you ever heard that word? No. Okay. What is it? Like everything's out of order. Like, is it... Panic. Yeah, bedlam. B-E-D-L-A-M. Yeah. I would have used the U. Bedlam? Yeah, bedlam. Bedlam. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like you gotta if you're if you're completely unfamiliar with a word, that's it would be weird to think that you could spell it. So I guess you kind of have to know where people's vocabulary is before you can throw a word at them. They're There's like, I've lot. never heard of that before. When they do those like like those national spelling bees, like for kids and uh, whatever, they they not only use it in a sentence, they can get the the origin, country, origin, of origin. country of origin, which should usually help you spell certain things. If you get the country of origin? Yeah, like... Because um, then you know where it's derived from, so... Like, like habanero. Like, if you said if it's from Mexico or whatever, then i go, oh, well, there's the tilde over there. Yeah, but even even across countries, a lot of language is derived from Greek. Yeah. So it's like, you if you get the root words for some, and not Mexico, I don't think, but... Can you ask for root words for the spelling bee? I don't think you can ask for root words, no, but you get so. the you get that through like the country of origin, so that you can kind of break the word down into different different parts. sections, so yeah. you know how to spell it. Can you spell forward? F-W-D. Yeah, I just can't say it. <laughs> I was say, she said because she can't F-W-D, pronounce it. Right? Forward. <laughs> forward. Forward. I was doing that all weekend. I was. Talking to my husband, and I said forward again. Listen, I'm like, stop doing that, Erica. We're closing. Did you say that to yourself yeah, I was out like, loud? Stop doing that, Erica. Stop it, Erica. So stupid. And then I proceeded to whip myself on the back, <laughs> flagellate. There you go. There's a word. Um, yeah, because we're going to close it forward on Friday night for the bar crawl in the flat. So I would hate for you to be embarrassed walking in, albeit not your first time. Yeah. Walking in, unsure how to pronounce. I know they. They cut it down to the FWD. Mm-hmm. That's oh, why I call it Fwood. But um, did you see Erica's '80s uh, getup for the? I oh, was yeah. impressed. That was yeah. a, that was awesome. It was a good getup. Oh my god, we you hosted an '80s cruise over the weekend. Yeah, and, for the lake. Yeah, um, we did it, and I was not sure what like what the crowd was going to be. We had an awesome crowd of people. It was very mixed. It was young, old people ready to rage, people ready to just chill. You're usually not going to go wrong with an '80s party. No, and the band yeah. they were called the Attraction Band. Very good. 
I must say, I am very... Let me guess, they did all 80s covers. They sure did. But I'm really, like, hard on cover bands because I I know the guys from Tricky Dick and they do a phenomenal job and I know a couple other cover bands. Pop Vulture. Oh no, we were not good. Um, we we, <laughs> we, we could good. have been good if we would have practiced more and my birthday. kept it going. But sorry. Well, <laughs> once you decide to do all bagpipe covers, you're really going to limit tough, your audience, right? Yep. But yeah, so the morning of, I, it occurred to me that I once I found out that every there was a bunch of salespeople going from here and everyone was dressing up. I was like, well, damn, I guess I have to really put some effort into it. So the morning, the morning of the cruise, my husband and I like ran out to the mall. We actually see one of our sales guys, Rosante, looking for clothes too. But I found my outfit at a thrift store, and then found my wig at Party City. And I, I was going to, I was going to say, there's no way that you like found that stuff around the house. No, but it looked good. It looked like you put it together. Yeah, and... I bought a bunch of stuff. We actually spent like a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> dumb crap that I'll never wear again. I guess if well, you don't know that. Well, I just put it like I put it all together in my closet. So if I have another '80s party to go to, I'm I'm a shoe in. See, when I go to an '80s party, I think of like the '80s music I was listening to. So I would never dress up like Billy Idol. I would dress up like the Sisters of Mercy. So be all black and sunglasses. Total piece of cake. People yeah. go, "Who are you?" I go, "Don't ask." Well, my husband did the more like the um, Vince Neil thing with the long blonde wig, and the he basically wanted to look like he came out of a heavy metal parking lot from the 1980s. Yeah, and so he wore like super short jorts. And he had... Um, sleeveless Metallica tee. Sleeveless mm-hmm. Metallica t-shirt, Master of Puppets, that record. And the actual, the t-shirt was like kind of an acid wash black. And he had like a hat on from the uh, the Detroit Red Wings hat from the 80s, that same design. Um, so he was like the more Joe Dirt style. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, look good, though. I did more like Madonna, Cyndi Lauper vibes or whatever, but... That was really fun. I had a blast. Like I kind of forget how many. I I don't really like the '80s as a whole, but I do. I did like all the songs that they played. If I were to do an '80s cruise, I would go as the uh, American Psycho, like slick Patrick back my, Bateman. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Bateman slick back my hair. If it wasn't so thing. hot outside, we totally would have done like the blazer with shoulder pads because they had a ton of those at the thrift store. Mm-hmm. But they also had these awesome windbreaker pants. That Ian could wear. They look. They you should have got like, those for your members only, Dave. We we own them, so oh, okay. but well. they're too big for him, I'm sure, because they were like big on my husband. But it was almost borderline '90s rapper, like it was Vanilla Ice territory, you know, like track pants. Which and... I know he started in like '89, but still, like we wanted to do, go like straight '80s. But anyway, it was a really fun time. They look good. Okay, uh, I'll break here. If you're on hold, get you on the way back. You want to send a text? Uh, get to me there at three five one nine two. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven. If you want to join us, you want to get a text in three five one nine two. Plenty to look at too. If you hit us up at allencockshow.com. we always have uh, video clips from the show. We've got the Monday Instagram hotties up there too. Uh, porn star gives parents the talk. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. About the birds and the bees. Tell your kids about sex before we in the porn industry do. And uh, all the details for this Friday's bar crawl. We go back out East Bank of the Flats, our first of three for the summertime, courtesy of Modelo Especial. Four locations in as many hours. So if you want to join us at one or two or all of them, uh, please do. Be a lot of fun. Hey, Amy. Hey, how are you? What's going on? Not much. I hate the show. Just to let you know. Thank you, dear. Um, couple things. One is when you say. Um, like where someone's vocabulary lies, that would be their vernacular. Um, so there's might be a new word for your listeners or you. Um, also, I want to come to Erica's defense, which I rarely ever do. Um, when she said, like, where, when someone wants their country of origin to spell a word, it actually does help a lot. Um, for instance, she brought up the word jalapeno. If I know that's a Spanish word or, or thus a Mexican word, I know that in Spanish, the H-A sound is actually a J-A. Right. So I know, therefore, I know that. Plus, I know, like, the Y sound in Spanish is a double L instead of a Y. So I that would help me out in spelling that way also. So I am coming to Erica's defense, which I rarely ever do. Again, you don't have to emphasize <laughs> another, that another so much. Of, always yeah. the backhand of compliment. You know, I always hate Erica's guts, but this one time... Could you just give it to me? <laughs> and then just say nothing after that. Just say, hey, I'm coming to Erica's defense. Scene. I just want to be sure that I'm very clear that I rarely ever... Yeah, we get it. She, Wait, I think she's playing with us now. Uh, well, Amy, I wasn't so much... Ta- when, I, when I said vocabulary, I wasn't talking about vernacular. I was talking about whatever words you have at your disposal. Not necessarily what... what regionalisms you know i'm talking about like what words you might have at your disposal and if a certain word isn't in someone's vocabulary then they're not going to know how to spell it right which would be not in their vernacular well but okay but i'm just saying specifically vernacular is more regionally appointed i mean your vernacular is kind of what you're what's that not necessarily well i mean by definition that's what vernacular is well but you could that that's not a connotative word. It's it's a or it is a connotative word. It's not a denotative word. Wait, so if I well, unless you use uh, okay. If if you live in a certain part of the country, then that like if you say soda versus pop, right? Like up here in, in the north, we tend to say pop. I don't like pop. I say soda. But whatever in the south, mostly you say soda. In the north, you say pop. That is that. That is conducive to that vernacular, right? In the north or in the south, right? Right. So if you say, you know, if someone lives in the inner city versus the suburbs, you might have different words like the metro. In the suburbs, you're, you might not know what a metro is or the metro is. Whereas if you live inner city, you know what the metro is. Right. And again, so that's but, but that's not. But I was talking about if 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 whatever word I gave Poundcake, if he doesn't, if he's never even heard the word before, then it's right. not in his Bedlam. vocabulary or vernacular or anything else. What was it? Bedlam. Bedlam. Right. Right. Thank, right. thank you, Amy. I appreciate it. Bedlam is what that call was turning into. Erica, I just want you to know that I never, ever agree <laughs> with you. 
but this time I wanted to come to your defense. For all of the other times in which I screamed epithets at my radio <laughs> at the sound of your voice, I want to come to your... Oh, thank you. Without fail. It's a backhanded compliment, right? I, I, I would die in shock if I ever got one that wasn't. They've always got to <laughs> stick it to you. Yeah, it's cool. I'm salty. You know who else is salty was LeBron James. Oh, yeah, all the salt. After last night's loss. And this is what I love, too, when he, because, listen, I've said this before, I can't imagine a worse life than having to write or talk about sports because you have to take something that's extraordinarily simple and make it sound very complex. And so when a reporter says to LeBron, hey, do you feel like you need to defend home court? ridiculous question you know it's like they go hey you guys are down uh, what was the clip we played is this a must-win game uh, brian regan brian regan yeah. yeah it's a brian regan biz. Is this a must-win game is like no there's seven we've played one not a must-win game anyway this report i don't know if this is a local guy uh who this was i don't know asked if uh, lebron needed to defend home court lebron you just know this is a case where you guys need to defend home court at this point uh well i mean are you a smart guy I think so. I think so, right? So if we don't defend home court, what happens? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking you. Well, yeah, you guys are looking at getting swept. All right. So the answer to your question. <laughs> you guys are going to get swept. There you go. Answer to your question. That's why when people are like, God, so-and-so such a dick, blah, blah, these athletes, I can't imagine having to sit. Now, I get it. They're millionaires, and they're doing what they love. I understand that. I'm just saying as a human being... Dealing with failure and loss and success and blah, blah, blah. Having to answer questions. Be like if as soon as we were done with the show every day, we walked into the audience and there was a phalanx of people out there, an entourage, asking us questions. Bill, did you think that joke was going to go over a little bit better? Alan, when that girl, uh, when that really boring call about vernacular happened, did you wish you could have cut your own wrists? <laughs> Well, you what do you think? Would call and talk about their dreams more often. You're right. Can we get more dream calls on a Monday when people are already hating their lives? Can we do more of that? <laughs> but even take it to another level. Like if you just have like an office job, like you say you're an insurance salesman. Like, don't you think you could have got them into a better policy? Don't you think that would have been better? Do you think that you could have read those actuarial tables more succinctly for that person who called this morning? Alan, do you think that you could play more clips of former Secretary of State John Kerry? Uh, in fact, I can. I watch the Sunday morning news shows just because I like them. It's a nice bite-sized way to kind of keep up with what's going on. But increasingly, it's like, why do these people go on these shows when they really can't say, they can't go off the page they're just there to reiterate whatever their side's point is. Mm -hmm. You don't really feel like it. So that's why I love when somebody goes off the script a little bit. John Kerry, who was, he ran for president. Uh, he was the, succeeded Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State. He was on Meet the Press. He was one of the guys who helped to draft the Paris Accord. So they brought him in. What does this mean? Blah, blah, blah. And it was one of those rare occasions where somebody goes off the script. And when Donald Trump says to the world... Well, we're going to negotiate a better deal. I mean, you know, he's going to go out and find a better deal. That's like, I mean, that's like O.J. Simpson saying he's going to go out and find the real killer. Everybody knows he isn't going to do that. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm sitting there watching it going, whoa, 
Because all it takes is just a little tilt to one side, and you're like, wow, this is getting really exciting. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like eating sand watching those shows. Oh, man, it's funny. He's like, what does Trump know that all these other people don't know? Nothing. All these other people around him who told him this is not a good move. We would be led to believe that he knows something we don't know. Poundcake and I were listening to, uh, like, what was it, a CNN talking head? CNN going- interview. It was like Mike Michael Caruma or something like that. The or like Mike Tapper, I think it may have been Jake Ta- Tapper. Jake Tapper. And they were arguing over yeah. who re- who was the one that reported that reports fake news. Like it was literally an entire like twenty minutes. CNN segment. versus the Trump administration. Who yeah. delivers more fake news? And they were like, "You're used to spin." He was like, "Well, you're used to producing fake news, so we have to spin your fake news." Like it was. Just, I'm like, "Is this the world we live in now, where everything is is discredited?" And we deny facts, even when the facts are there, because you can spin it and, you know, make it fit your narrative. I'm like, this is troubling times. If people don't know any better and they people don't read, then they're not going to figure out the But actual, who knows no, what to but, read yeah, anymore. Who knows what to read? That's one of the biggest problems. Is you have to go on a history, though. Th- there's people, people getting the on to Facebook and then following advertisements and, like, actual fake news websites. And then... Processing that as fact, as doctrine, mm-hmm. and then putting it out there, and, and it makes it but incredibly difficult. What I want to know is, at what point did all this stuff... People know that the media has lied. They've known for years that people on the cover of magazines, the st- stories are fabricated. At what point do all these you know, great minds become un- uh, uncredited, discredited? Why? At what point... You're talking what, about Chris Cuomo on CNN? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's talking what, to... Okay. Sebastian, I just want to get this straight, because you're a smart guy, and I want to make sure everybody understands your point. The President of the United States decides multiple times to tell the entire world what he wants our travel policy to be with respect to these Muslim countries. And you're saying, ignore it because it's a tweet and not a piece of paper that says executive order on it. That's what you're saying? Now, now, now you're arguing from extremists, and it's, again, disappointing. I, did I say ignore? No, I said don't obsess about it. We're now 20 minutes into this, and you're, this is clearly an obsession, Chris. Let's... They're, they're just going back and forth at this each is, other. This is an obsession with information. And that's what I'm saying. It's almost as though you work for a cable news channel. That's, that's what I'm saying. The man wrote, the president wrote down, the, the institutions can call it whatever they need to call it, I'll call it what it really is, a travel ban. And then they take that, okay, we see this tweet, the news reports it, then... Well, that's why a lot of times you just have to remove that element from the situation and go on with your life. But this is the President of the United States. You take him at, you're supposed to take him at his word. But, but, well, but that ship has long sailed. So people are only going to drive themselves crazy if they keep trying to ascribe normal reactions to an abnormal situation. What's the old saw about insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? That's what I feel like when people, and I'm not immune mm-hmm. to it either. I'll still talk about this stuff, but mm-hmm. less and less and less because it's just, I just, it's, but I don't care. I take, you know. I take Trump out of the equation. I'm, I'm more, you know, weirded out by the fact that these minds, we seem to think that we're smarter than everybody else. The country thinks that we're, America thinks that we're smarter than the rest of the world. And all of these brilliant minds that have, it's been researched, they put the time in, they've... Do- well, who are they- you talking about? I, like the, the Paris Accord and, and climate change, all these great minds, 
put, got together and all of a sudden, you know, think they people think that we just made this up. Like it's based on research. Scientists, I mean, he's even discrediting NASA and and the FBI for all the stuff that they do as well. Well, you're throwing a lot of stuff into the same pot. But it's all. Right. Yeah. But he discredits a lot of agencies, even his Supreme Court justice. Right. He but again, like, you you get upset because you try to. You try to still fit that into a rational box. Okay, well, doesn't fit into that rational box. I just don't understand how one one person could, you know, think that he's smarter than all the other officials that have been here before him. So the Paris- okay, but he, but here's what I'll say to you to maintain your sanity: worry less about a guy who thinks he's smarter than everybody else, and uh, find uh, uh, resolve in the fact that he simply is not. And that smarter, cooler heads are likely to prevail because they almost always do. So, but are we getting away from that? Because it seems like we are. It's his. It's no. I mean, listen. Enough people involved. Listen. There's already mutiny in the inner circle. So, they're talking about kicking out Ryan's Priebus. I mean, you know, but nobody wants the job. Nobody wants these jobs. So you're going to end up with a situation where there are going to be very few people trying to get big things done, and they're just going to be outnumbered. So, I don't know. I'm not very concerned with the fact that Trump thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Everyone knows he's not. But it's it's his followers that I just don't understand why why they're brainwashed. Well, because he's a guy who said, hey, listen, I... I feel your pain, and, and they said, well, okay. Like people you should aspire to be, like people who graduate with Harvard degrees. No, but and, here's the and, thing, though. But so, look, but look yeah, at but it. Yeah, but so is Ben Carson. Look at it this way, that's, though. Okay, that's look, true. look at it this way. Trump might be a rich guy, but he's also a guy who feels like he's never gotten the respect he deserves. Now, I don't know what the hell he means by that, because he's not particularly accomplished. But he's a guy who feels like, even though he's a rich guy, that everybody always treated him like a joke in New York or wherever, you know, that he was never, like, at the echelon. So everything is done out of revenge or trying to get back at people. It's, you know, everything is either win or lose. And so when you're talking to those people, even though he's a billionaire, the people who like him are like, yeah, I feel that way, too. Like, I'm not a rich guy, but I feel like people don't take me seriously. And if and he clearly uh, compelled them to feel like he was on their level, even though he was a rich guy and, you know... You can be a rich guy and still feel like no other rich, other rich people aren't taking you seriously. Because what are the, the, these other billionaires? They're like, Trump is a poor person's idea of a rich person. And so that's the kind of stuff yeah. that just gets yeah, under his skin. And so that's why, so you're not going to change people's minds because people no, are no. like, hey, man, yeah, I understand what that means. I just look at that. I, I just would love to be that, you know intellectual like to, to work for nasa or to you know put together but some that's not it yeah okay but but but, but we don't i, I know i'm just saying i I, lo- I look up to that I, for I de- a, a brilliant mind is a brilliant mind but i defer but, i defer to those people i defer to the brilliant minds yeah. i defer to the people who know whence they speak when they're talking about climate change or the economy or X, Y, and Z. I defer to those people because I'm just some dope who does radio. So I have my opinions on things that I try to base on what facts I see presented. And if there's a million other people going, no, the Earth is 5,000 years old. Okay, well, then I will defer to Neil deGrasse Tyson. I will defer to Carl Sagan. I will defer to, you know, because they know things that I don't know. Just which is nuts. most things. I don't know most things. I only know a couple of things. I just I would feel a so lot. I'm not going to freak out about a guy who doesn't really know anything, 
and hasn't shown a capacity to be curious, who happens to be running things. I, go, just, okay. I just would feel better if he just got up on the, on the podium and just said, I don't care about any of that. Like, if he just said he didn't care and he doesn't bo- want to bother to research it, that's well, one but, thing. I would feel better. But his but, actions are showing that. He doesn't need to articulate that because that's precisely what his actions say, which, as we know, speak a lot of the words. So I would say the fewer words, the better, because you can parse out what somebody really thinks by how they I look at it this way. It's not what somebody thinks. It's how they think. So whatever you arrive at at your belief system, it's not so much what you think. It's how you think. How you process things. And if in your mind you process, for lack of a better example, that the earth is 5,000 years old because that's what you grew up believing and you haven't divested yourself of that notion, fine. It orders things for you in a very chaotic world. But if you don't like... Fancy ivory tower scientists telling you, no, it's in fact billions of years old, and we are a mere blip in the evolutionary ladder. That makes some people feel very, very... Inadequate. If you you grow up religious, you're taught by definition to feel special, that you are special. Science tells you the exact opposite. We are not special at all. We're infinitesimal in the grand scheme of things. We're really not going to be here for very long. Some people are... are, um, Take comfort in that. I'm somebody who takes comfort in that. That we're not here for very long, and we're really not going to make much of a difference. Whereas some people, they get very, very, they do not like that thought. They think that when I'm gone, there's going to be monuments and footprints, and you know, and I get that too. Yeah, but eventually all that will go away too, so. Right. You know. So let's not freak out. Even, but, even the most famous person in the world will eventually be forgotten. Sure. Go to Wikipedia and just find some old captain of industry, somebody who a long time ago, or a politician or some, there will be people who have, are responsible for amazing things that we've never heard of. Yeah. Never heard of. Or actors that were the biggest in the world in 1902. We've never, you know, this guy was like George Clooney at the turn of the century. Yeah. Never heard of him. Well, even just something as simple as music, when you hear about, like, like a band that you hold dear... And then, like, someone else, like a younger generation, or, like, all the bands that Pound Cake doesn't know about, like Pearl Jam and... and uh, <laughs> I still haven't forgiven him for yeah, that. Yeah, like, the, he doesn't even... That's unconscious. He's not on his radar. Right. Craziness. I would lock 50 pounds of ice up five, six flights of stairs. So what? So what? So let's dance. <laughs> Right. So what? So let's dance. That's my answer to everything now. People go, so what? So let's dance. The immortal words of one Rodney Dangerfield. Okay, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. I'll give you something. Promise. You want to text here, 35192. If you're on hold, I'll grab you on the way back. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. What the? Oh, for the love of Cox. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Indians off tonight. They avoid the sweep in the weekend series against the Royals. Shut them out 8 to nothing yesterday in Kansas City. Uh, they head west. Tomorrow they start up against the Rockies in Denver. That's an 840 pitch tomorrow night. So your coverage... Right here in MMS, we'll start shortly before 8 o'clock. 
If you need some gear for the baseball season, Navy and Red Baseball Collection at CLE Clothing. They've also got those vintage buzzard tees. Whatever you buy from them, make sure you use the promo code FLY, F-L-Y. That's your code this month. Uh, I'll change it up every month. 20% off with CLE Clothing Company. So if you're in one of the stores, you can use the promo code. If you just want to shop online, you can use the code. Either way, 20% off when you use FLY, CLEclothingco.com. I want to get them online. Hey, Matt. Yeah, hello. Hello. What's going on? Hate the show. Thank you, sir. Um, I just wanted to say a little something about uh, what you guys were talking about before with that Chris Cuomo interview. The guy that he was talking to was uh, Neil Gorsuch, who is, like, batshit crazy. Thank you. Um, Uh, Neil Gorsuch is on the Supreme Court. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thinking of Sebastian Gorka as the guy he was talking to, which is another one of these toadies where, who has apparently a bunch of fake credentials. and I don't. But I thought that that guy had been flushed out. He's got some, I don't know, some. he's got an accent like a villain in a 50s movie or something. <laughs> Neil Gorsuch is on the Supreme Court. You're thinking of Sebastian Gorka. So we meet again, Mr. Cuomo. <laughs> That's right. Do I expect you to talk? I expect you to die. Hey, Julie. Hi. Um, You're not going to curse on me, are you, Julie? Yes, I am. Ah, Um, for the love of... What's up? I'm responding to um, Poundcake talking about the brilliant minds. And I'm a teacher, and I will tell you that brilliant minds are giving us lots of instruction about what to do, and apparently they know everything. And their minds are just catastrophic to education. So brilliant minds really don't indicate a solution to all the problems terrible minds don't either well wait what, what, you're being facetious julie correct yes well i mean but we were talking about actual smart people i mean those are the people you want in charge of anything well these are smart people they have phds they read um they're passionate about what they believe in but that doesn't necessarily mean they know what they're doing or what's best for everyone or what's best for everyone. With well, yeah, child, you know. right, yeah. These, these brilliant people usually are really not even immersed in the fields that they're legislating about or commenting on. They're just brilliant minds. I, you go by I their track record, cool. though. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, because Trump, he, he's very vocal about... Oh, the the FBI should is not as thorough as they should be, and you know there's. Well, some... Wait, wait, wait! You're you're getting off the thing here. Julie's talking about more at a regional, state level, people that are in charge of education. Well, and look like at that. Betsy DeVos too. Right, but nobody's arguing that she has no idea what's going on. I assume Julie's talking well, about people who are intelligent and they're just not perhaps conducive to. And if you're a teacher, you're kind of the boots on the ground, so you're you're never going to be a hundred percent happy with the direction of things. Right. Legislatively. Uh, right. And uh, Betsy DeVos is a, a complete uh, moron, but Obama's administration, were they were right up there as well. They've changed. The eight years of Obama was 
far worse than anything going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, Arnie Duncan, was a, Arnie Duncan was a guy who had a lot of success running the Chicago public schools, and then he put him on a national stage, and he didn't do so well. So, no, he was terrible. Right. But, but, uh, but a smart guy. level is going to be terrible. So I'm just saying there's brilliant minds on either side that are going to be passionate about what they believe in. So brilliance, you know, is not always the answer. Okay, but I'm just, I think what I'm saying, and I think what Pound Cake is saying is, it's better than the morons who seem to be overpopulating the current situation. Yes, the people who are the, the people who are in of morons in the previous administration. No, well, yeah. Tell you what, plenty of dummies to go around. I guess you guys are watching out for brilliant minds. You got to look out for the criminal minds. Those guys. I was thinking Joe Montana, Thomas Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, what about you don't the, want them leading anything. No. Nope. <laughs> what about the dangerous minds? Ooh. Coolio, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> well done. And then there's the beautiful minds where they're just seeing people that aren't there. Mm. Russell Crowe. Got any more minds? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm ready. Coal. <laughs> Coal mines. Coal mines. <laughs> yeah. Be mine. there's no. Coal mine. Yeah, there's not any of those left. Thanks a lot. Uh, there's also Mega Mind. Yep. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for the call, Julie. I've got to move on to a woman out in Men Are on the Lake who's being menaced by a deer. But I, <laughs> I appreciate your call. Remember last year, this woman made the local news because there was a deer who would not let her out of her house. The deer is back. <laughs> this woman still is being terrorized oh, no. by a local deer. I love the headline. With horns or no? Menacing deer returns to Men Are on the Lake with new baby and bad attitude. <laughs> Or antlers, I mean? Uh, huh? Is, is it a deer with antlers or just a basic deer? A deer with antlers? Deer no, with antlers it's like a, has, uh, is a is a buck. That's, that's a, a male buck. dealer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, deer is a female. Why is she afraid of a deer? Because it's angry and won't let her out of her house. Out in Menor on the Lake. A lot of hyphen. If you like living in a town with hyphens, you want to move there. <laughs> uh, it injured a dog and chased a woman up her driveway. It's returned to the same neighborhood for the third year in a row. Cindy Frost... Still being terrorized. How do you know it's the same deer? She says, this, I'll let her tell it. This deer would stare her down and charge at her whenever she stepped out of her home. <clears throat> Get a go. out of nowhere. After a terrible summer last year, trapped inside her house. <laughs> nice that they're taking it <laughs> the seriously, music. too. Yeah. That's the best. They're like, we got to put this on the air, but we were kind of winking. By an aggressive and unwanted guest. I thought this summer will be great because obviously the deer won't be back here. Cindy Frost was feeling confident. This was all bush. I got it all cut down. Removing the shrubbery where the deer delivered fawns two years ago. I'm glad in a they specified where the bush was located. The bush was right over here. <laughs> this was all bush. Mm-hmm. Everything's in right over in that part of my. Uh... Two years in a row here in Menor on the Lake. And I thought, well, good. They're not going to have anywhere to stay and live, so I'll be safe with my dogs to come out in my yard. She's <laughs> <laughs> waiting for a squirrel to turn around and look real surprised. She thought wrong. I couldn't believe it. I was like, again, are you kidding me? The exact same deer back again and clearly unhappy with the new landscaping. And the deer literally is standing right where I am, staring at me would not let me out my front door it was just scary you know yeah would not let her out her front door so scary a deer hey listen a mama deer right no wonder it's getting territorial last time it was just a single lady 
Last time it was just out there doing its thing, right? This time... She's got reinforcements. That's right. I gotta find it. I, there She's was out a, there with a doe. There's a groundhog outside in our backyard like a week ago. I, I put it on in my Insta story. And it was just, like, normally they're really skittish and they hide, whatever. This thing was ballsy. It was just chewing on some grass in my backyard. So I started filming it on my Insta story, and he caught me. Like, he heard me because I was talking I to my husband. That. And he went up on on his hind legs, and he went like this, like this, like the deer in headlights, basically. I did, like, the little head turn, like, whoop, I see you. And then it scurried away. Like it was going to attack. And I'm like, he caught me. Right. <laughs> and he ran away. Oh, no, not man. like he was going to attack, just like... Just like the dun dun dun. Like I've been, I've been had. Like I, he, oh she my got me. God, it was amazing. It was straight out of a movie. Mm. I've never seen a groundhog do that before. I hate groundhogs. Groundhog attack, rated R, <laughs> for mild nudity and profanity. <laughs> no, I said he predicted six more weeks of patchy grass because he ate all my damn yes! grass. Yes. Punxsutawney Phil. Well, groundhogs are known to be. Uh, uh, they're known to be aggressive, yes? Groundhogs? Especially on a golf course. Really? That's... Uh-huh. So what? Oh, so let's joke. dance! Caddy Shack. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, gr- right. a groundhog was hiding underneath my car when I lived in Akron when I was going to school, and he chewed through some wires, and I had to get, like, you know, like... Five. What wires? He was cutting his brakes. <laughs> a gr- <laughs> it was a hit job. <laughs> Wild card. I cut it the was like It was like wires. It was sleep under there so it would like go up into like the bottom of my car and oh like, the engine was warm it would cur- was this in the winter time mm-hmm. uh, a lot no, of times chipmunks it'll, it'll will, they'll curl up on like a an engine block where it's warm or you yeah know. it would crawl up in there my my tail light would go out because of him because he would chew through the wires and i had I, it got to the point where because i had a check engine light come on I, I go to the car dealership where I got it, my car, and they put it up on the you know the thing and they call me back there they're like do you have like any type of uh like animal living in your backyard i'm like i don't think so he shows me all the wires that have just been chewed on i'm like you have got to be freaking kidding me and i was like it's that goddamn groundhog that lives I'd be next more door afraid of going outside like obviously i was from the comfort of my own house like filming through the glass but i would be more afraid to go outside if there's a groundhog there than a deer i don't know a deer's they're sk- super skittish deer are super skittish but not this one this deer yeah Stared her down. Yeah, this one's intimidating. We got some aggressive rakens out by us. They are what raccoons? Oh, raccoons! Yeah, you better stay away from trailer park boys. From possums too. (laughs) Trash pandas. Yeah, trash pandas. But they are like they'll get really close to us too. They're ballsy. Oh yeah, they're vicious. Raccoons are not afraid of humans anymore because, especially like if they're in a city situation where they can like, there's raccoons that will just go up and like take food from people now. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I have a friend that was working at a hotel and got in trouble because she was feeding a raccoon, and then it just started coming into the hotel like, hey, give me some more of that food. <laughs> yeah. Do you some have the... any weird creatures out by Bay Village Well, area? we've got deer, yeah. I mean, deer walk through all the time. And mm. my dog goes crazy in the window or whatever. But yeah, deer, a lot of rabbits where we live. Yeah. But again, this is the time of year they're like, oh, there's so many animals and we have to cull the species. Like, yeah, well, we're living on their land, you know. That's why there's so many. Why are there so many animals? Because we invaded their habitat 150 years ago. That's why. So many deer out here. Yeah, because we're giving them a smaller and smaller patch of land to live on. I see deer all the time when I'm leaving here. Yes. Oh, the, yeah. You have to be careful because they'll, they'll be 
like whole, I don't know, what's a... Well, that's a preserve like a, back there. Yeah. That's a nature yeah. preserve behind They're the building. They're all up on the hill. When they'll, we but they'll come yeah. down and just kind of wander around, especially after everyone's kind of cleared out when we're, we have like a full show. They'll just be wandering down uh, Oak Tree Boulevard, yeah. just like, hey, anybody got any snacks? We're living <laughs> on their land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me reiterate. <laughs> so annoying. It's deer everywhere. Yeah. I bet they're none too pleased about us living in those big boxes with the roofs on them, hiding all the food either. And James Douglas had that baby deer that was just chilling. He was sleeping in his lawn. So cute. Little, little tiny one. Little baby. Well, I wouldn't want that because after a while, then you feel responsible well, for it. Well, he had to help it across the street. It was like just born. Like help it across before. the street? Yeah, it was trying to get across the street, but it was still all wobbly legs because it was just born. Like Bambi on the ice? Yes. Yeah, yeah but you got to let nature like do its thing. Well, Why are you going to help it across the street? He didn't want it to get hit right yeah, in front don't. of his house. In front of his house? Yeah. He said it was in the lawn. In his front lawn. Yeah, and it was trying to cross lay- the street. Well, it's nature, man. But, but what I'm saying is he didn't a want a mess nature. right in front of his driveway. Yeah. If yeah, he got like, hit. He doesn't want a mess. He doesn't want a little deer mess. Yeah, because he doesn't have a heart. Right. He, he hunts for deer, so. Oh, they do taste good, though. Deer burgers? Mm. Well, you can go over to their house anytime. They got a whole deer. Did the lady at the West Side Market give you any free venison pound cake in that cooler? Any free deer burgers? Here, this was hit out in front of my house. All you need is a little salt and pepper. It is a lean meat. Five minutes per side. Yum. I couldn't get over. I mean, I've tried deer before, but like the tang. I, have to, I couldn't taste. regularly eat it because I I like deer. They're they're pleasant to look at. I would feel worse about hitting a baby deer like that than a, a normal sized deer because there's there's well, yeah, so there's many like, of them. What's what's deer veal? What's like like is there a word for like Venison? baby deer? Venison? Oh, baby. Oh, like baby cow is veal. Right. What's baby deer? Doe. Doe meat. Mmm. <laughs> Doe meat. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I've had a buddy of mine used to hang up, hang up ten point buck in his garage every summer, and he'd cu- make venison jerky all year long. Ugh. It was good because I'm no hunter, but I'll I'll enjoy the spoils. I don't. It's gamey though. I don't like that. Yeah, it has a tangy aftertaste. Blah. Yeah, but I can't ha- tangy. Tangy, as if anybody's going to be opposed to a tangy aftertaste. It's pound cake. It's got an Asian zing to yeah, it. Yeah, when did that happen? All right. I need some Asian sauce for this. Kill some of that tangy aftertaste. I will eat I will eat the burgers and I'll eat whatever you make like the from the deer, but I don't want to partake in like butchering it. I can't do that part. I don't want to see it. I just want to eat it. Yeah, right. You I'm want, the same you, way. You want to go to the store. But yeah, the, you said you're walking in your friend's barn, and he just has it hanging there. I don't want to no, see it. It was a garage, it. not a barn. <laughs> oh, he so lived in the suburbs. That's he, he, had a, he had a garage. He'd be out on his uh, front lawn butchering a sheep in the middle of the summertime. I don't want to see where it came from. I just want to know. Me either. I love to see it just packaged in the store <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Like, well, right, because then the people, if people know that they would be forced to come to terms with eating yeah. meat. Mm-hmm. And right. I love meat. It tastes delicious to me, so I don't want to know anything else about it. 634. That. <laughs> right, but we all know. We've all seen Food Inc. or we've seen documentaries. I have seen. Like, yes, I know where it comes from. I'm just, you know. But I'm going to start looking denial. I'm going to start looking at like flaws in the deer. Like I'm just going to be like, oh, no, I don't want to eat that part. Yeah, I don't want to eat that part. What, why is he so dirty? Was he rolling around in grass before this? Like I like is that white poop? meat. I like white meat. Now I have two meat clips. You're welcome. I just like flop it over and then like try to wake it up. Yeah, I have way more meat clips than you might think. Uh, I like when it just slides right off the bone. Yep. <laughs> I just wanted to see if he would get hungry if I pulled it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can imagine it'd be kind of traumatizing if someone keeps trying to push it in. Yep. 
I haven't had five guys ever. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of meat clips. Oh, I've bled everywhere. Oh, thank you. Gross. All right. Fantastic. I want like a 15, 20 incher just to like bring to whatever room I'm in. Yep. Let's start talking about her jerky. <laughs> Tell you the other story I love is, you know who Jonathan Goldsmith is? This is the guy who played the most interesting man in the oh, world yeah, for a yeah. long time. The actor. Okay. Right? The the Right. Okay. He wrote an essay online where he claims to have had affairs with the wives of two Republican congressmen. Oh. That is interesting. Yeah. Talk about staying thirsty. He's a method actor. Yeah, he is. Um, he, uh, yeah, he said that he uh, had a, he made a list of romantic conquests. He had a lovely dalliance with one of, <laughs> this is how old the guy is, he banged one of Groucho Marx's wives. <laughs> uh, hey, keep it in your pants. Um, and the wives of two Republican congressmen. So probably like guys that were in the in the Woodrow Wilson administration or whatever. Could just see Groucho Marx being like, hey, what's your secret? How do I get in there? Hey, yeah, <laughs> tell me. That's the strangest thing I ever heard. <laughs> I broke the bed of Henry Fonda's mistress. So, okay, yeah, not really, not uh, a contemporary uh, list of poontang this guy was slaying, but, yeah, he's like 80 years old. He looks good for an 80-year-old guy, though. Sure, he's got the white beard, and the they uh, changed up their Dos Equis guy last year. They've got some young buck doing it now. Boring. But, um, I don't know, maybe the new guy will carry on the tradition. Maybe he's on the lookout for a couple of Republican wives. Hmm. Maybe uh, Marco Rubio's wife. There you the go. List. Yeah, former cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe Ann Romney. Oh, she's maybe Heidi. she's still looking for a maybe Heidi Cruz with that Stepford Wives look on her face. I say you go right for the top. Go for Melania. She, you know, she's not giving Trump any. So. Too heavily guarded. Hmm. Too heavily guarded. Well, but she's. You know, she's not necessarily in the White House, so that's true. You know, <laughs> but what she's I mean? still in Trump Tower. Yeah, but I yeah. think that Jeanette Rubio is the one you got to go for. She was like a Miami Dolphins cheerleader. Oh yeah, I think. that's right. She's so yep. hot, Foxy. Forty-three years old. Lots yeah. of options. Yep. Someone bang Kellyanne Conway because she seems like she could use one. I wasn't even sure if she was married, but she is, and her husband's in the news today because he was trolling Trump. In some tweets. Yeah. I didn't mean to rhyme. But uh, it's all this Trump trolling in the tweets. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that uh, or hadn't even considered if she was married. I thought, I don't know, she just seemed to me like she would be single, but. You know who else is foxy is uh, is Rand Paul's wife. He's no mm-hmm. dummy. Kelly Paul. I think her name's Kelly Paul. She's cute. I mean, he's a doctor, right? He's like an ophthalmologist or something. But, uh, yeah, she's good looking. Kelly Paul. Yeah. Yeah, she's cute. I don't know. I, I assumed he's older than he looks, but anyway. He's cute, though, so. You think so? Yeah, he's handsome for an older man. Okay. Um, he he does have the weird, like, white around his eyes, like he's been suntanning with the goggles on, but. Like the president? Yeah, but when he's not like that, he's a handsome man. Okay. His wife's older than I th- than she looks. She's 53. She does look younger. She yeah. looks like she could be just keeping it tight. 40s. Yup, keeping it nice and tight. Keeping it tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she would love to hear that. That's how she was being described. Uh, 
Uh, Mrs. Paul, thank you so much for uh, calling in today. Keeping it torn. <laughs> right. All right. Well, there you go. Rand Paul, 54 years old. Good for him. Yep. Congratulations, Blonde sir. Blonde bombshell. Blonde bombshell. That's right. Hey, how'd you like to spend your life with a with a politically savvy ophthalmologist? <laughs> oh, you had me at hello. <laughs> you had me. She's a freelance writer. They live in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Well, there you go. Congratulations. So if the new Dos Equis guy wants to, uh, there's plenty of uh, dough meat out there for him. Is Joe Spicer married? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. He's got a family. Hmm. Doe is a female deer. Fawn is a baby. A fawn. Fawn mm-hmm. meat. Oh, right. Doe a deer, like the song. Fawns. Someone suggested that it be called feel instead of veal. <laughs> baby, deer, yeah. baby deer meat is called illegal. Oh. They have to be grown to a minimum size. Somebody right. else calls it delicious. All right, good. Well, anything that's illegal is extra delicious. <laughs> uh, 640 for Bill Squire. Anything, <laughs> yeah, anything, anymore. anything illegal is extra delicious. And he whispered it. <laughs> and a, and oh. a delivery. Too. <laughs> <sighs> All right, good. Uh, we'll wrap everything up when we come back. Uh, if you want to get the last word in, you can send a text, 35192. The Alec Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.